Welcome everybody to Mog Talk episode 216. Today is uh, January 23rd, 2021. If you guys are unfamiliar with Mog Talk, it's a show based around the Final Fantasy XIV community discussing everything from Savage Rating to Chocobo Racing. Uh, we are talking about Savage Rating definitely today, but before we go too much into it, I want to go ahead and introduce our guests. So we're just not looking at some cams sitting here listening to me talk. Uh, so first, let's go clockwise. I'm going to start with Ren. Could you tell everybody who you are? Hey, everybody. I'm Ren Karagani. I'm a Savage Raider. I like to do World Prog. I like to teach people Savage and Ultimate fights and speedrun a lot. Help people and die a lot, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Llama? Uh, sorry, in my group, we do counterclockwise. Um, I think we need some markers. Can we redo them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's pretty nice. I don't have... so. By the way, Ren, on your cam, I only I cropped it, so it's not going to show the entire image that you're putting up there. But I'm going to try to get what I can in there. I'm sorry, sorry. Oh, also, I am not a healer main. Please, I'm a tank. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. Lava, did you introduce or did you just meme? I forgot. All right. I, I, I kind of just memed, but yeah, I I do a lot of savage content, <laughs> ultimates, and I I also um coach and help people or try to. Okay. Most okay. of the time. Most what a good guy. What a good guy. All right, and then Momo. Hey, my name's Memo. <clears throat> I'm a little upset at uh, Frosty right now, but it's okay. I'm a healer main. You can find me at uh, twitch.tv slash Momo when I stream, if I want to stream. <laughs> so, yeah, no, uh, real quick, Momo, this is something I, I'm actually curious about. How much does jumping help when you're doing prog? You know, just jumping around. Uh, okay, actually, it depends what kind of context you're looking for. Mm, okay. You okay. can actually save a few pulls by jumping. I'm sure <laughs> Rin knows Tiles must be really difficult. Or the paralyzed tech. Oh, that's so true. Things you can Oh, like, the paralyzed tech. There, yeah. There's plenty of places where like you can either like jump with like after or slide cast like an LB by jumping or mm-hmm. Okay. Uh for example, a lightning tether in E11, you can jump right before it snapshots and you'll go to the full duration before getting locked into place. So when you're doing the uh, the fog mechanic, uh, w- oh, what does God. jumping do there? Unmuted. <laughs> Avo- avoid being near your friends. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. All right. Anyways, guys, uh, this has been so. For people who want to know my my perspective, you guys know these guys. They have really strong, hardcore, like amazing strategy building. Everything that surrounds Savage. Uh, I have been personally making it a, a goal to go through this tier in Party Finder as much as I can. Uh, you know, I, I do make some exceptions of things when uh, it gets a little bit too hairy. For example, uh, E9S, I, I spent 20 hours on it uh, and couldn't get past tiles. And then Llama and Ren and a handful of others came together and we we kind of uh, made it most of the way through it and cleared it. Um and it's it's one of those situations to where Party Finder is a fucking mess right now, man. It, it, it's horrible. Uh, but that's my, my perspective here. So I'm not as much of a specialist as these three. But I fucking know Party Finder at this point. And we will talk about that in a little bit. First off, first off, let's talk about the Savage tier in general. Alright, so Savage, this tier is the last one we're going to get this entire expansion. Uh... Is it good? Are you guys happy with what we got? Is this what we you were kind of hoping for in any way, shape, or form? Yeah, I'm, I'm mostly happy. I think I, I really like um, at least 11 and 12. Those okay. really fun fights for me. Okay. Nine can be good with like 
a static and probably with a like a speed grip that that momo and ren are, are comfortable with <laughs> no all right so if the speed group you're comfortable with what does that mean well i mean there might be some in, in party finder that claim to be but aren't you guys party finder speed groups oh absolutely There's absolutely some, yeah. I'm, I'm in one right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's actually it's, okay. it's, it's really it's really not so bad so okay um this is the first year i've ever progged on healer or anything that isn't tank um, mm-hmm. My first time doing hardcore hardcore healing, and it was it was really fun to get to heal this tier, uh, because the final three fights, if you include the door boss as a separate fight, um, really made me think. And there are certain points that it's pivotal that if like if you don't have a summoner or a red mage and somebody dies, it's going to be really really hard to come back. Um, we were lucky and we had a res mage, but the mm-hmm. fights are the fights are short, which makes farming them really nice. If you want to just go in help people, you're not going to be in these 10, 11, 12 minute fights. Um, because the last fight segmented into two parts, you get a lot of prog on the first part of the fight. Oh, yeah. uh, but over, overall, it's really nice. I really enjoyed progging this tier. Um, it went by pretty quickly, and, and I think farming it's going to be nice and reasonable for people. Especially if we do get an ultimate, it's good that these fights are shorter. Mm-hmm. And that a lot of our drops are raid drops and not tome drops. We can gear up by the time ultimate comes out. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, ta- Udo, Momo, Momo. You didn't give me your thoughts on this tier yet, did you? Um, I mean, it's a good tier. I think it's the worst tier of the three, if I'm being honest. But that's oh, just okay. from an okay. optimization perspective. For PF, it's definitely probably the best, I think, just because, like Rin said, D12 being Man. split into two fights is huge for, for PF. So uh, I... Eh, mm, all right. Uh, I, I, did, I did all three tiers in PF uh, so far. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I would say that they are about about the same. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember uh, the first tier and kind of how bad that was in Party Finder. I can't even remember. All right, so no, actually, the first tier wasn't too bad. Like the it wasn't too first bad. Tier was pretty, was pretty bad. Easy. I don't know. That was no party Party Finder. In there, I was able to get clears of all four turns in Party Finder Week One. Oh, you, oh, you wow. got more lucky than me. I, I had so many orb wipes. So many black smoker wipes. Oh, oh no! God, black <laughs> black smokers is probably the hardest mechanic out of all of them. Yeah, and probably as a tank, the hardest. it was me just waiting and hoping the team did uh, everything properly. Oh, you you got a good run. You're ready. You put hollowed up, and you turn around, and what are they doing? Yeah, you're just like <laughs> crying for help. And... Yeah, just just watching them. Um, and I, I'm pretty pretty strict with the groups when I don't do I don't do Discord either, so I'm not yelling out, "Oh, you need to do this," or trying to remind them or anything. I just watch the chaos usually, um, and that that's the fight. Then yeah, you're right. That would probably be the most miserable part of it. Uh, I really liked E2. I thought E2 was uh, a solid. I mean, it was tough, but it was pretty solid for like uh, tank wise, having to move stuff around and kind of position the boss and everything else. I enjoyed. That was that. a fun fight. E2 uh, was a great really fight to practice party finder. Mm. Like DPS check was a really hard. Like in really cycles, man. DPS. Yeah, the damage downs. It's yeah. because yeah. you'd always lose some of the cycles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that. That's or, or you'd have party finder people not use mitigation, so the double flares at like the six minute mark. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the raw. thing. That's kind of when you compare it to E10. Like E10's DPS check is like heavily like made around the damage downs, right? Like mm-hmm. like week one, I think we actually killed like almost absolutely a minute and a half faster than than the enrage, and it wasn't even a clean run. Whereas like E2, I'm pretty sure it was made with uh, knocking damage downs in mind because that shit was tight. Hmm. E2, we lost 
when we killed it week one, we we lost six people to one of the cycles, and then and then Kift and I as tanks finished off like the last percent. But yeah, nice. in in Shadowkeeper, I think we had five deaths, a set of damage downs. It was. Not but that's bad. with good players uh, and healers that probably DPS. Um, mm. And so you have like people <laughs> oh, yeah. who are like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> <laughs> this is true. We we're seeing through rose rose colored glasses yeah. right now. Uh, and so I mean, as fights overall, I would say that the first the tier wise party finder tier wise, I would say the very first tier was the the easiest. I I would say probably the second and third are kind of close. And the only reason I say that uh, is due to Light's Rampant being such a fucking shit fest. Oh, my God. Uh, in Party Finder. And so we still have that. It's not the same. It's, it's a little bit different. But we still have that kind of wall and block for Party Finder right now. Um, yeah, not as yeah. bright and explosive. But- but we have it. The, I think the thing what makes this tier a little easier, though, is that say people only know one of the lion sets and you get through it once. That's all you need to do because you don't have to do you have to do light rampant every time you wipe, but you don't have to do lions every time you wipe. I guess so. You can so. get to Oracle and then continue. So I, I think that it's a little bit easier because you could get lucky, but mm-hmm. they're still both difficult to execute for Party Finder. Yeah. So, I mean, let's, let's talk about this from like, uh, we had this for. <sighs> Prog potential is going to get me going for a while for Party Finder. Uh, but, I mean, for new players coming into the game, this is a pretty... I would say it's okay. The The, the issue that happens is E12 and the healer issues is when the new players start to, to trip up. Because players yes. don't fucking know what mitigation is. They don't mm-hmm. know about being as progressive at that point. They don't learn it as much through the, the previous fights, I don't think, as well. Because it's not as required, but once you get into that that last fight, it's just a skill check. Does everyone in the party know what they're doing to help out the party? And that's not true because they're not really tested well <laughs> before they get there. Uh, and this, you know, this, like what is it, Troubadour, uh, Adol, things like that. Even just some tanks in PF not using reprisal. Yeah, not. not you crazy. know how often I I have to force that conversation every single time. It's nine out of ten times the tank will pull before there's a discussion on reprisal in E12S. Because they just, like, whatever. I'm pulling. We'll figure it out. Uh, Or people that still think they could just off-tank the whole time, not really realizing tank swaps need to happen or that you need to provoke during a cast to prevent your other guy from dying. Whether you have to have second and aggro so a DPS doesn't die mm -hmm. (laughs) in the buster in 12. Um, people really aren't tested on it, and it sucks. But I do think that Cloud of Darkness is a better introduction fight than Ramu was because it doesn't have an auto-wipe if somebody disconnects in the fight. So you could still go through off of a mistake that wasn't yours. Even though Tiles sucks. Tiles is, tiles is pretty bad. Uh, I think but that... I'm, I, I mean, I'm gauging this off of the Holy Grail. I think Chaos was the best first-turn fight out of any tier. So I'll oh. always compare to that. Chaos is pretty good. What uh... do you think, Momo? I think A5S is still the best. A5S was really good, but I don't A5S think it was the was best really good. starting. Like it was the best for people who know what they're doing and experienced raiders, but it wasn't the best for like new raiders. I would say it also had a lot of gimmicks that you didn't use anywhere else. Yeah, like turning into. But it was a awesome. It was still yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. We all turn into monkeys in Party Finder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, but I mean. Uh, I, I don't want to go too much into the fights because we will go into a very hardcore detail of each one of these fights. Uh, but I, I'm talking kind of a general general aspect here. 
you guys have done this a lot more than me. How fun are these fights for optimization and farming and going back and just kind of figuring them out? Okay, you can go, you go first. first, Momo. All right, all right. Nah. I mean, so when I said, like, this is the worst tier, I specifically said, like, for optimization purposely just okay. because okay. a lot of these fights, I feel, are way easier to optimize for speed kills than the previous uh, turns. Like, I think the only one with, like, really cool tech is E9. E10 is pretty much a striking dummy in the sense that you just shield the... Or mitigate Once we the eliminated the mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And E11 is kind of the same way. There's really not too much cool tech you can do in that fight. But E9 has a lot. E12 and has a bunch too. But Oracle is actually also kind of a striking dummy. Outside of basic and intermediate. But once you have the intermediate uptime set up, it's kind of just whatever. I think a lot of people will struggle in Oracle until they get the healing plan down. And, and you might well, think this is from optimization, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but there are people who think they could optimize that haven't yet, or they're new to the game. Maybe it's their second tier or something. Oh uh, yeah. Um, so then they're like, oh well, if I use this here, uh, and I just I just like use like three Ds, it'll be fine, or something. And you're like, ah. Uh? But also burst windows. What do you, what do you think about eleven? I think syncing up burst is something that people. The burst windows here, I feel like, are pretty actually. It's pretty interesting. I think though, E seven actually has some of the most fun burst I've ever done in this game because you had the burst during the tornado oh my god <laughs> yeah having to go inside the tornado to get raid buffs that was pretty fun like come in for div uh, I yeah. see my pinky toe <laughs> seeing somebody get damaged down and ruin the run at the very end of the fight feels good man yep. <laughs> <laughs> Todd what's, what's your thoughts on optimization for this tier um well so far like in, in my stack we've we've only worked on like the, just the first two uh mm -hmm. it's definitely a lot more fun just trying to like greed and put out as much damage as you can um we definitely get to work with non-party finder strats <laughs> but you're never gonna <laughs> like i mean we've been trying to introduce like rins rambles like when i teach e9s i'm just as an experiment like I, I i take some people from like my chat and sometimes we get some people from party finder come in i'm like all right we're gonna do rin brambles and you know tanks are gonna go here and then healers are gonna up here and it's gonna be really nice for for ranged and, and the healers, like they're gonna have more uptime. They're like, "Well, is this true north?" I'm like, "Okay, it's gonna be like this." But <laughs> it's a lot of fun with the group. Yeah, with my static. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that. Uh, have you done a lot of optimization in previous tiers, Todd? Uh, probably not as much as as Momo and Rin, but yeah, I, I have done um, okay. a fair amount. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I, I, I actually think... haven't done a lot myself. I, I just watch and hear about it. Uh, and I like, so I'm just going to say this throughout the, uh, since the tier was released, I keep seeing all these cool posts like Ren put up, Momo puts up, like Xeno, like a whole bunch of people put up a whole bunch of stuff out there. And then like I go into Party Finder and it's like, happy brambles. Ha you know, it's just like mm. this most straightforward stuff that was there week one and it just hasn't moved. Yeah, I, I wish Party Finder would evolve and just step away from week one strats. It's just it's unfortunate. Actually, I, I actually don't. disagree. Really? I, I really? think that PF sticking to one strat is the best that they can do. Hmm. The problem now, is when you have that... people that play on other data centers and each data center's got a different strat. Yeah. Which yeah. which has happened actually this time around. Well you just have to you go like, over to declare. Primal and the what? They're all myth. And I think they even had some toxic party finders up. For a while, that were like, if you do happy, like, you know, some gamer words, and the same <laughs> thing on Aether. It was like, if you do myth, I actually, you uh, know, I actually think myth is the best strat for clear parties. If I'm being honest, 
Okay. I've seen I've seen more that's a fair myth strat than happy strat. Like if you're going for a clear party, I, I definitely think that myth is the happy way, gets very confusing and people misplacing yeah. them is like gonna wipe you pretty yeah. much. I actually think it's kind of fun when people misplace it. I'm like, how am I going to make this work? How am I going to figure this out and p- position the boss where it's not so horrible for the party and everything else? How can I sort of repair this? Uh, I've, I've gotten to that point, to be honest with you. Even with like E12, like secretly I'm dying inside, but I'm doing my best to enjoy. And when I see people make mistakes, I'm like, let's have fun with it. What, what else am I going to do? <laughs> I, got, I got nothing but time. Uh, and so... I don't know. Uh, we're getting away from optimization, but I don't think Party Finder is ever going to optimize. Uh, I think with speed kills and stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. do you guys, I guess I should ask, do you do like really competitive speed kills? Like, do you try to go up on the top ranks for FF logs and everything else? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah? Okay. So uh, has it been fairly active? I can't imagine it being too active yet because not everybody's geared out, right? This, no, people are geared out now. It was like, what, week week five or six moment everybody should have been BS if you were running alt runs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, some people are best in slow week four. The, the, the problem right now is that it is active, but people aren't going to know about it because there's a lot of teams this tier hiding their logs, hiding their times, not uploading them, not streaming them to be competitive. So it'll look like it's a dead piece of content, but people are just not uploading until the final day, um, which is totally fine if they want to do it. It just gives the illusion that it's not happening. But, you know, say somebody comes up with some cool tech or a certain comp where they get skips on this and they don't want other people to know about it because what'll happen, what this, this happened last year, is people will just steal your strats, run it more times. Um, and if they could execute it, great, they get better times. There is still skill involved, but there are people who think that it like takes away from what they did. And that's neither here nor there. It's up to the teams to decide if they want to release their strats or not. Okay. Um, when, that when's the final kind day? of set and pace something new. I would assume if there are job changes happening for Ultimate that the tier is going to be partitioned for Ultimate release. Okay. Um, okay. Otherwise, it would just be when Echo's introduced for that patch and they would lock. That's typically how it goes. Okay. Uh, Momo, you have any thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, it, you pretty much summed it up pretty well. I don't think any NA team is really hiding their logs right now. No. It's only just EU and And, GP, and a lot of the sure. players are co-mingling too or like getting more practice on other jobs in Party Finder with other teams. Um, so yeah. you'll see somebody will play like white mage in this team, then they'll go play scholar in this one, or they'll play tank on their alt, or you know red mage here and machinist there, um, which is nice because you get to practice in in a nice controlled environment. Um, mm-hmm. Speed kills this time are also very interesting because the fights get short enough that you have to move things around and think about it. But like yeah. Momo said, the optimization isn't too too bad. Like they are training dummy fights, but you do have to think about like, do we have to put up? you know, trick attack on the pull because we're going to lose a use or do we have to hold our burst? Do we have to, like, I know Todd's group was struggling at first with the door boss and E12, right? And I was like, hold your trick attack until after you come back from Shiva because your raid buffs are missing half your party anyway. Um, Which can also be circumvented by people moving around, but but that's an easy fix too. So little things like that um, will change how even groups progging can optimize for the better without too much thought. Okay. Uh, all right, so let's let's talk about this in a, a different perspective too. By just roles here, um, I'm trying to remember. Do any of you guys do? I know Ren does some healing. Momo, you've done healing. I don't know if you do healing anymore. Do you do? You still, Momo? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> a little bit. Frosty. Oh, okay. I'm just making sure because you know I don't know. Sometimes you change things up, Momo. Uh, I haven't switched roles in so many so many years. Really. 
been the healer. Well, for you. A while, yeah. What about FF Logs Champion? The best paladin of uh, Eden's Gate. That was just a PF warrior. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Momo's still the uh, the ninja mentor. We talking about? Yeah, that's what I was. I was like, yeah, Momo uh, melee. Psh, out of my mind. That's where you're categorized <laughs> in my head. Um, I, and even though I bring you on healer shows, I don't fucking know why. Uh, <laughs> 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 anyways, healing this tier has it been like a fun tier to heal? Um, oh, this is all yeah, you, Mr. Healer. I, I, well, I mean, Rin also. Prog yeah, Rin Prog did. No, uh, Rin, fuck, no, no, this is Momo. <laughs> I, I am not a healer. I think it really depends on what you're like looking at, because like Farm and Prog are like two completely different beasts. Uh, Prog was a lot of fun, I think, for healing. E9 and E10 weren't too bad, but E11 was definitely like a, a breath of fresh air. And then you got to the door boss, which was just probably... Honestly, the door boss is probably the... <laughs> Uh, most healing intensive fight we've gotten probably since God Kefka. It's been a while. Honestly, God Kefka was kind of cheese mode too, because like a lot of the healing God Kefka actually came from the Forsakens, which kind of dropped you to one HP. So it kind of like cheated a bit. Whereas like the door boss was like just straight up damage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I I don't know. I I feel like it's can you can you heal throughout that entire door boss without anyone helping you? With mitigation or anything else, just a healer's taking care of it completely. If you run 4K piety, maybe Probably. I don't know. You'd have to run quite a bit of piety, I would yeah. assume, if you're gonna zero mitigate, zero yeah. like That'd any help rough. from the outside. Oracle, though, you you got to plan your mitigation. You're gonna okay. die to the relativities. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, the main reason I'm curious is because that's been the biggest issue in Party Finder so far, is healers getting in there and just not realizing how rough it is and not discussing mitigation with anyone else in the party and it's just never talked about uh until people oh, start but they have you Kafka. so they have divine veil they have reprisal passage passage motherfucker you know what it is so hard to get a good passage off it is people don't stack they just fucking like, spread you? out and you you're a melee what are you doing over there and then yeah. like it's that little it's ranged window, off of narnia right? yeah and yeah. you, you have to like hit it halfway through the cast or something. You have to like find that perfect snapshot point, and it's just such a fucking. Anyways, uh, healing uh, E12s being the big challenge. The rest of the ones before that, uh, they were pretty much just fun. You would say it was like okay to do, but it wasn't a big deal. No, or... I think E11 was definitely. For... Probably was pretty fun. For... Uh, E11, I think, was pretty healing intensive in the sense that for a third turn fight, like it's not a final turn, right? So they keep that in mind. But for like a third turn fight, I think it's pretty, especially we ran White, White Mage Scholar. So maybe I have like a different perspective on it because I know that Astro can kind of like neuter fights. But mm -hmm. White Mage Scholar, there was a, a bit of GCD healing during Prague, especially during the last cycles. The last cycles was. Especially I still had to do a thunder. decent amount with Astro, though. I had to put up, like, um, Medica 2s to heal through the burns when we were going through cycles. Mm. Yeah, like, even, like thunder, thunder Cycle of Faith, I'm pretty sure, still kills people in PF. Like, we lose somebody every time we do it in PF just because yep. no one knows how to mitigate that. Yep. Throw a shield on, like, a tank mitigation on them or something, but people mm. won't do it. Okay, okay. Uh, Tanking-wise, from my perspective, has been... It's been okay. They tr they tried a couple of things. I think they could have done better. I mean, what do you guys think about tanking this tier? Pretty fun. Also a little annoying. 
I I really don't like that they keep having bosses that'll position themselves. I really don't like right. that. Ooh, okay. Well, how about this? How do you like Oracle? Because that's actually the first boss, and how long that you've had to actually position it for like move? It's like oh, it's great mechanics. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. I love it. It's yeah. really really cool. And I the proximity the proximity damage where it's like a you know dark stance will hit the furthest target and stuff, and then like the uh, the tank buster later is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, working around the damage downs mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Avoiding them. It's really, really nice. Yeah. Um, but tanking's been been lovely. I've done it on uh, Warrior, Dark Knight, and Gunbreaker for most of the turns right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've only done Warrior and Dark Knight in the final turn. But they they feel pretty good, pretty pretty engaging. I think Cloud of Darkness is the nicest one if you're if you're a Warrior or a Dark Knight. Avoiding the damage downs during wide angle and um, anti air is pretty fun. Okay. Yeah, it feels pretty good. I've I've tanked. Um, I've gone back through and I'm, I've tanked the first three. I haven't done twelve yet, so. Don't know what that's like, but it does look like a lot of fun with when, what Ren is saying with the positioning and stuff. Twelve but, um, is twelve is kind of interesting, yeah. just because I feel like mm-hmm. it it gets back to that main tank off tank kind of dynamic, where only one person really handles the other boss, and one person can just be in the background and do whatever. Uh, and Paladin is yep. great for off tank, uh, so yeah. it's like that's what I'm I'm doing a lot during that fight. Uh, it's I don't know how I feel about it. But I mean, I also don't like the force. Oh well, we have to change just because we got the debuff. Well, I guess we just one person does this, and then you know, like the, powder mark and stuff. Yeah, powder mark. Well, in like E10, uh, you get the debuff. Yeah, you're forced. You, yeah, and so uh, it is kind of interesting <laughs> to see that and kind of be forced because Paladin, it's not 100% forced as like the off tank, but it almost makes no sense not to. To off tank a paladin there because oh, you get hallowed ground for right. the first three bust busters, so you only get one of those, so you have to use your actual cooldowns other places where the other tanks can use invulnerability for two and then use their cooldowns throughout the fight besides that one point, right? And so you can you have- also have no regen on your one, two, three, right? And then yeah. spirits within you really don't want to get low HP for that, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. go ahead. No, I've had some people in, in Party Finder like they demand to be main tank like when I'm coming in on, on Warrior and it's just like. Like they don't really know why. I'm like, well, I can, well, I can use home gang twice here, and it's it's kind of overpowered. But oh, that's so good. You. Oh, that's yeah. so good in PF. But people will refuse because they don't they know don't, what they to don't do know. if they're not exactly. Tank. They have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, you know what? One thing that was kind of interesting in E10 tanking it. Uh, a lot of times, especially mainly with gunbreakers, I guess I don't know why. You know, you get the first uh, tank buster and you get the second one. Both of those are in bone somehow, unless if they wanted to do the third one. But um, then the third one comes around. He has to do his mitigation. I take it back as a paladin. And by the time mm-hmm. it comes around, I could do a hollowed ground at the end. But they're like, no, I'll take it back because my my invone's going to be up by then. I'm like, why? Why would you take it back? Why Why does a gunbreaker? Why, why do they want to take the boss back early when I could just do a hollowed ground? I guess it could be better for me for DPS. I know. But- I'll. I'll take it back for that reason from you is because it's less healing that the healers have to do because you're not healing yourself with your natural combo and because you get more damage from your spirits then. That's why I'll do it. But also, where is the last tank buster? There's a fourth one in that fight. Yeah, is, 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 wait, what? Yeah. Wait, is there? I th- there's a fourth oh. one. There near is. The it's end. after the towers, second towers. Void gate two. There's a second set of towers? Okay, dude. Uh, yeah, okay. All right, cool, man. Cool. I forgot. I forgot there was a second buster. I have a static. I haven't seen that's that in good. Party Finder. No, no, no. I don't see the. Se- I don't see that last tank buster in Party Finder. That's why I was not remembering. We usually oh, kill yeah. it during void gates. 
Mm. Yeah, mm. Rin doesn't get into a PF group because he's never seen Enrage. They kick him. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Week week two, I got into a remove party finder, and they're like, have you seen Enrage? And I said, no, not yet, and they kicked me. <laughs> wow. I, I just didn't know what it was. Oh, jeez, man. All right, all right. So let's talk about melee. So Momo, you want to talk about this? Uh, the the melee perspective here. Uh, I mean, Todd's <laughs> probably better. I, All I, I know, know is my, I know, my co I know. Stuff. Todd, Todd, how how's sure. melee been this year? Um, it's been pretty good. I mean, sometimes like in, just for for party finder's sake, uh, like E9S, I'll, I'll have to lose like a GCD or two. Um, I think that's kind of important to look at because if like sometimes with a good group. Uh, especially like wide angle anti air. Um, sometimes you can do a two stack, and the melee can come in gap close or whatever. And sometimes like your healers just aren't doing enough, so you gotta stay back with them to make sure everyone lives. So you just have to make that that right choice for the sake of the run. Okay. 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 Uh-huh. Uh, so let's. One thing that I want to ask about melee because I heard I was watching Arthur's stream at one point. He was like. Uh, yeah, tanks have to do a lot more than melee throughout a lot of these fights here. Like, for example, E12S. How much does melee really have to do throughout that fight? It's just really just the, the little bits of mechanics that everyone else has to do, and then they come back, right? Like, DPS overall, I guess, not just melee. Do tanks have to do the different stuff? Besides they have to do the, the tank buster block? stuff. I mean, mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's it. Show, you have the right? tank buster, sure. And then in Oracle, you have... You have the tank busters there, but you never have to handle blizzard or or eruption. You're just right. either a stack or you're not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then an intermediate, everybody's got the same job. Advanced, everybody's got the same job. But I think feels like it's e equally spread out. It looks equal to me, but yeah, I don't know. I would say the healer's got to <laughs> put well, in more work. Right. Right. Yeah, take yeah. Uh, which is what we wanted, right? We wanted healers to have to heal. We didn't want it to be just OGCDs, right? Sure. Man, I had this show, many shows about healers complaining about not having to use GCDs. I don't need to hear. Okay, you know what would make a fun fight? Uh -huh. So after you let all four clouds in in Cloud of Darkness, if that was the damage for the whole fight, that would be cool. Dude, okay. that would be insane. That would actually be... I'm, the thing is, I'm pretty sure it's impossible without using Zink LB <laughs> for like the second, second pattern. Like that, you better, that better bring that's really funny though. It's funny you say that because like we uh we LB cheese the first part of E9, and honestly that part is scarier than the part afterwards just because like we skipped the like everything past that point. Like it's actually not as bad as it as you would think it is. I'm sure you No, but having having right? to stay low for each of the uh, anti air and wide angles and shit and like oh, that's... gear swapping Oof. in the opener. Oof. <laughs> well, that's, Good. That that's where Frosty soars because Divine Veil's gonna carry. Yeah, True. you know, if fucking it goes off, uh, you got to get a GCD heal for it to go that's, off, man. That's true. And you're going to do it. I'm going to clemency, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> just mid-fight, yeah, just throw a clemency up. Um, all right, uh, what about ranged and casters? Is it really, there much more to talk about besides what we talked about with melee with them here? Is there anything special? I Does can it... give you some insight on caster stuff. Sure, but, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean... Uh, well, I'm pretty much a caster because I'm playing my image scholar right now, so. Okay. Um, I guess give me a question. <laughs> no, it's just, how is it over the, for the tier? For the tier, right? And so, does it feel good to be a caster or a range during this tier? E9 is really fun to do. 
there's a lot of stuff you can optimize on nine two is just it's just a dummy uh okay. 11 okay. kind of the same way it's kind of just a dummy there's, there's a lot of black mage adjust strats coming up yeah right? there is actually there's a lot of black we actually have a few strats for black mage only like a black mage relative titan junction okay oh dude i am oh that's <laughs> but it exists <laughs> so you all adjust to the black mage completely well, I, would, I would think the most common one's going to be the brambles okay is manipulation on brambles right because depending on the on the setup you have they can't get over to you mm. um have you have you guys have you guys modified it at all for that moment did you have your black mage like move over and and come in we're still doing the the strat the favorite fa strat or whatever yeah he said he hasn't complained about it so i'm assuming he's fine with it <laughs> yeah i've had a lot of black majors that are cool with it and then some that are like i want to manip right now so help yeah, me god i'm going through the bramble the rotation using, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay um but yeah there's a lot of black major just strats i think for range too i played i've gotten to play machinist and dancer a little bit um and every strat's up time okay every strat's up time all right there's, How do you... there's not too much to worry about for that. i guess the one thing that i would uh I'd bring into the conversation here is a little bit that it always seems like there's three ranged in almost every group. Uh, sometimes I get two melee. So mm -hmm. the strats are developed with two melee in, in mind. Uh, so a lot of ranged have to be a, a fake melee. Does that like, does that matter at all? Do, do ranged even um, care about that? I, I, I would, I would give the fake melee spot for like a bramble. I would give it to your caster. Probably. Right. Hmm. Like a, especially like a red mage, anything with like a melee combo or something. If you get close, dancer too, mm -hmm. probably. Okay. Sa same thing. If you have single melee, you probably want the red mage to be the fake melee in tiles mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. um, and I know, I know for dancer, it kind of sucks in in tiles specifically. You have a technical step that comes up, you can't mm -hmm. hit it all eight right. players if you're it's using fun. it when it's up. Exactly. Okay. Okay. You know, we haven't oh, even gone into the fights fine. yet, uh, and we've been in the, the thirty minutes so far. So this is going to be a long, long show. We plan to be here until tomorrow morning. Um, yeah, let's go. Yep. I, got, right. I got my pillow right over there. Nice, nice, nice. All right, so let's talk about strap mentality. Over, so at least I know Rin and Momo. Lama, you're not out there just like drawing up like strats and stuff. Are you doing a lot of strat development? Oh, oh no, I'm not quite there yet. I, okay. I, I definitely like being a test dummy or something, or test subject, <laughs> rather. Dummy's good, too. <laughs> uh, so this tier in developing strats and making strats for each fight, do you feel it's been more enjoyable like coming up with different ways to do the fights and everything else than it was in the previous two tiers? From an optimization perspective? Yeah, I guess so. Or just like, you know, making the Rin strat, you know, like coming up and seeing that that's like a possible thing. Like every single fight, maybe having other variations that you can do uh, and it's not like hard coded. You have to do this strat in order to pass it. The really cool thing about this tier is that, like, literally, they took Warrior of Light and made it a savage fight in a sense because um, E9, you know, anti air wide angle. There, there's two different patterns. They end at the same time, but you know the the way you execute them is different. It's the same with you know E10. You know the the cleaves can happen to different people at different times. E11, mm -hmm. the burnt strikes can be different. You can either get knocked back first, landing first, whatever. Like, there's a bunch of RNG in these fights. Uh, you know, even the door boss has, like, a little bit, even though it's not too much. It's the, you know, spread or stack at the start and your different tether numbers and stuff like that. Like, I think that adds a lot of uh, 
enjoyability to fights, at least personally to me, because it keeps it one interesting and two, it makes it fun to optimize because you have to be able to adjust on the fly and be able to map uh, for 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 different patterns. Yeah, okay. Paladin had a lot of that in Titan, and I think a lot of people enjoyed Guardian because of its pathing. Um, it had what the two paths before Virus and the two paths after. Um, that makes it really fun this year. Getting to just think each each turn, nothing's really going to happen the same way except kind of sort of Shadow Keeper. And then if you're a caster or a healer, you really don't like that it could be alternating patterns. <laughs> you have to move across the arena. Um, yeah, I but know some people have really issues fun. with that. Some people had issues with Guardian, and I, I like Guardian, but I understand that people can get frustrated because like having different patterns that end at different times can be annoying for people, especially for certain jobs, like especially Astro, right? Mm -hmm. Like I remember, like I don't know if you remember Titan Speed Kills, but you you actually wiped because if you didn't get a certain pattern, like the other pattern was just so much different in terms of like yep. time difference, right? Like the mechanics happened at different times. It was such a drastic change that groups just ended up wiping if it wasn't the landslide pattern, I think. You do the same thing with damning edict and chaos, and and you know, yeah. Uh, Leviathan was pretty standard. Voidwalker was pretty standard. Eden Prime was cool. I don't know. Yeah, Titan was probably the only one that tier that really required adjustment. Mm -hmm. And then and then T, based on your kill times, as you got better at the fight, you had to change your burst timings there too because you push things. Um, but yeah, this tier is this tier is pretty fun in that it has pathing in it, and mm -hmm. I've enjoyed playing tank. I've enjoyed playing healer. I've enjoyed playing ranged. I haven't gotten to play the others yet, but um, definitely makes you think. I think the big drawback I have right now is E10 sucks because <laughs> you could mess something up. Well, the fight doesn't suck. I like the fight, okay. but the fight sucks in that you could do something correctly and Todd could forget something, not hey, stab hey, with hey. you, and now you suffer for the next minute. I've never put damage down on my light party. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no one, no one, has, no one does that. Um, mm. Todd, but it how, just sucks that you, that you you suffer for it for yeah. something you didn't do. Uh, Todd, yeah, how do you feel about the uh, the strategies kind of in Party Finder? Uh, I guess like are you seeing a lot of different strategies out there, and you feel like there's a huge variance, or is there just like a handful people have stuck to recently? For me, um, it's been like a handful, but I only do Aether, so yeah, I've I'm actually on all three uh, NA data centers, so uh, I they're mostly the same I, what i've seen is primal they like to do like myth myth strat uh brambles aether they like to do happy crystal is happy um 10 seems about the same i think across the board um 11 um i think mostly the same and then 12 it's like some things are flipped like with uh like with titan and just subtle things but overall mostly the same just like all right instead of being southeast for like the the statues and the laser like right before statues it'll be southwest or yeah, like titan it'll be dps east versus west but um not too hard to adjust to um okay. but yeah i mean i i've seen a mix uh I, but mm -hmm. i usually just oh well this is lines okay i'll join that because it's familiar <laughs> but right line and i guess billy mm -hmm. mm -hmm. bilbo yeah. You have uh, you have Dwayne Titan. Dwayne. You'd have uh, Dark Shadows, I which I laughed Shadow. the first time. <laughs> I laughed my ass off the first time I saw that picture because in the bottom right it says Uptime Strat, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. as if there's different ways to handle the amount. Like, of uptime when are you, you not hitting him? Like I don't. Yeah, yeah. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that that is 
That was pretty goofy. Uh, I guess it means just less movement, so less chance of not having up time. I I don't know. Yeah, uh, maybe. Maybe. I'm not sure. Oh, people have attached uptime to a lot of strats this tier where they just call this it isn't that a because that's what they know. So it sticks, right? You're just like, hey, yeah. this <laughs> is this is the frosty uptime strat. All right, let's do it. It's uptime. Fuck yeah. I like DPS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me no think only FF logs. I swear one day yeah. I'm gonna like I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna make a uh I'm going to make a fucking guide video for every single fight, and it's going to be Do just it. the gray parse guides of how Do to it. survive and party finder. <laughs> just you like should. Bare minimum. And it'll take off. Yes. <laughs> Red's in a wall. Just stand there and wait. Don't go in for Shiva. Don't try to get that extra hit. Just stand back there at the wall. Corpse strat. <laughs> yeah. oh, Main man. tank everything. And then when you die, get rezzed. Invoke it back. Uh, yeah. that's actually brings up a good point though because like um i think one of the big things about some strats is that you kind of have to think about the greedy player right mm -hmm. especially on na there's a lot of people who just go into clear parties or any party and just go for their parses or whatever mm -hmm. so when you do a downtime strat like myth for example and they join that they're it's most likely more dangerous strat they're gonna greet it yeah and if right. they but that's something you have to keep in mind. Like it was the same thing for light rampant, right? Um, yeah. People who greeted like uh, Ilya, Ilya Strat. Yeah. Just... <laughs> what? Iatori <laughs> and Sharingan ended up being a safer Strat because you could yeah. greed while doing it, and it wasn't greed at that point. It was just a Strat. Yeah. It was so easy for it me to do Aya because I would just shield lob right i just right. run around and shield lob i just say fuck it i don't care i just don't want to mess up the mechanic and then get kicked out of a group that's it that's all i care about uh mm -hmm. anyways let's let's start let's start diving into these fights before we 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 uh burn too much time outside sure. of them um mm -hmm. so e9s uh this is the cloud of darkness uh for some reason for some reason, they're like, let's introduce this new gimmicky mechanic that if players aren't coordinated, they're going to fuck each other over. Uh, and so then comes in <laughs> tiles. So for me, when I first started doing it, all right, when I first started doing uh, E9S, I was like, this is the, there's no way they should have done this again. It's the same thing as Remove, where they just made it strict wall for people who, uh, or entering Savage, if you can't figure out how to coordinate with the other seven players, then you just, you know, can't pass it. But it's not true because DPS check isn't, you know, it's not that big of a deal. So if your healers get past it and somehow survive, they can res everybody and you can still possibly clear that fight. Or that's what I've seen. Um, but in general, do you guys feel like this is a good opening fight or is it too hard, a little too easy? What's your opinions on it? Um, from a well, prog well, standpoint, it's it's a okay. pretty fair fight. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, Todd. You've you've been progging it on multiple data centers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I was just gonna add. Um, it just it takes up all five of your raid marker presets just to get it started. You spend the first ten minutes just standing around, like on That's each true. marker for tiles, and uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> it is kind of weird, you, right? It is. I I wish people at least for that fight would just look at a macro. It's easier. To look at little diagrams in chat, but I mean, it it's would, also, I think it would speed it up. You're right. You're right. I think that that would be better. Uh, Na's like no, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I I always get this spot here and this spot there, and it differs between like it's not like a static. Oh, I'm south, so right. I'm a south cardinal. It means I should be in this spot, this spot, and this spot for all the mechanics. But that's not they they they're just not comfortable with that. Uh, I had a healer leave because they didn't get west. They just like nope. <laughs> People are very stuck to the spot they want. <laughs> they did a lot in Voidwalker too, which is weird because the arena you just turn it around and it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I found a little bit of a workaround where, you know, if people are people are usually open to join a Discord call, but they're not open to use a macro. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they are open to looking at a picture in a Discord and then picking a position off of that. Right. So instead of making it text-based, you just have a picture. You're like, oh, I'll be H2. You're like, gotcha. If you, can, if you can look at a diagram, you can read a macro. The same thing. Yeah. That's true. Uh, and this is the one fight that really needs it, though. I think, yeah, like you were saying, I think Tom, so. Yeah, it's it's the most planning out of all of them. Um, People learned like the first two weeks that you can't just have one spot for everything because the way Brambles innately works, you'd want to put rolls on one half of the arena. But then you have the spread and stack mechanics where you want opposite rolls together. So people can't just have the same spot the whole time. And at first people had difficulty with it, but now they're they're cool with switching. Mm -hmm. And so that's where the five waymark presets come up. It's like, all right, pick your Bramble spot. Now pick your tower spot. And it's like, why wouldn't it just be the opposite of my... All right, let's do this. And pick your panel spot. Yeah. Yeah, now pick your panel spot. Now which way will we rotate? Towers. Mm -hmm. Panel. Yep. Which group are you for wide angle? Which group are you for Mm -hmm. anti-air? Left and right. Mm -hmm. And it's Um, easily straightforward. Uh, I I don't see why mm -hmm. it couldn't be. Um, But I I don't know. Who did I interrupt? Interrupt one of you guys. No, it's okay. I was just gonna say it's I for like just for learning. I I think like when people can understand once they get up to tiles, like the fight repeats until the um, healer LB three strat at the end, and uh, then you should get the win. Okay. Like okay. It, it just just learn those learn like you can learn the brambles. So let's the talk tiles. about brambles. Yeah. Let's talk, let's talk about brambles. Um, brambles. It people based their strat off of what was going on in the world first race. I think they copied what Happy's group was doing uh, and just kind of stuck with that and called it Happy Bramble. Even though someone else brought it up, and I think not everybody agreed to that strat, they just kind of did it because it was something that worked to get past it. And I, I just started seeing it everywhere. It was like Happy Bramble's here and there and everything else. Um, but it, it has its flaws, but it still hasn't gone away. Is there a reason why people are not moving from Happy Bramble's to... like? Bryn's yes. uptime yes. here. Okay. The, the the reason is because there are there are good strats, there are bad strats. These are all on quotes, and then there are the strats people learned. Okay. And if somebody learns something first, the other strats are bad, unless there's somebody who wants to optimize and wants to change and will actively try to set up a party finder for a different strat themselves. Most of party finders just going to stay the same with whatever they learned. And you're going to look and you're going to go, oh, happy bramble, happy bramble, myth bramble, happy bramble, happy bramble. I'm probably not going to learn myth because all these other parties are doing happy. So it wouldn't, it would be pointless to learn myth this week and learn happy next week. I'm just going to do happy. And that's typically what you'll see is people will just, whatever's flooding the market, that's what they're going to learn. Whatever resource exists first. So, you know, happy put out the happy brambles um, footage so you can learn from it first, even though they themselves didn't end up, uh, they they end up modifying. I think they do square now, Um, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't matter. It was already there. And it's what people already learned, and it's what they stuck to. Mm-hmm. And then the same thing happened on Primal, but they learned Myth Brambles, so then Party Finder flooded with that, so that's what they do. Uh, you do see Rin Brambles, you see them in like optimizations, 
or or in speeds or or like other groups that are working in static environments or you'll see a lot of people that are like after we clear e12 we'll go back and change a strat about a different fight that has nothing to do with e12 <laughs> um mm-hmm. which is which is weird but okay but you'll see you you do see rin parties popping up more than like late night um and the diagrams are very easy and i'll try to join those parties when i can to answer questions for people who don't know mm-hmm. um and i mean i haven't seen any party I've joined, it's probably been like 40 or 50 parties that I've joined with that strat where they haven't picked that up in, in more than three pulls. So I mean, how hard is it learn. to really change what spot you drop the brambles to? It is easier to learn a new strat than it is to change muscle memory. Mm, I think. Not even everyone knows where to put their seeds like in happy. They say they know happy, but like they just they put their seeds wherever sometimes. Yeah, that's true. It seems. You know, it's funny when we're talking about brambles. Uh, and I mean, when I first start learning that fight and everything, I stayed safe. I waited till the t- the the uh, tether came out before I started to move. But now, I I'm I know. Hey, I got the purple circle. I can move now, right? That's that's kind of the thing. No one does it. They just wait till the tethers come out. Even like on reclears and everything else, they refuse to move until those yep. tethers come out. Yep. Like is, uh, or or know. they'll they'll try to move they'll try to move for the um the east west adjustment or anything they'll try to move late after the purple aura has already locked them into the bramble they were trying to get away from. Yeah, and they're like, look, too. it was right. It was right. I don't. I, you saw me there. Uh, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, <laughs> but it's um, it's not even necessarily about uptime versus downtime either. You also think about how strats interact with subsequent mechanics, right? Like mm-hmm. people will say that brambles has nothing to do with wide angle and anti-air, but it does because you have to cross them to get to whatever side you're going to. Mm-hmm. If you misplace something or you put the happy brambles too close or you put any brambles too close or too far, you're either going to cut somebody else off on the edge or towards the middle when you have to spread. So you do have to know the mechanic and how it interacts with the rest of the fight and what you're doing to the other players. You might mm-hmm. think you're fine. You're like, look, I got plenty of space here. And you look over and you're like, but that guy's fucked. <laughs> right yeah yeah uh i so it is kind of fun I, I again i was telling you guys this before it is kind of fun uh from a tank perspective when people mess those up and i just have to figure out how to adjust the boss to kind of give everybody a little bit of room and make it work um but it's it's still a pain you know what's the worst for some reason i i see this every once in a while where people it's like a line of brambles Right mm-hmm. between two groups, the left and right side, they just line them up so you have to run all the way around, and they just—they're like, "Oh, yeah. sorry." I see that sometimes. Yeah, um, and you're being a really good tank. Not every tank will actually see, like, look around at the uh, the seeds and adjust the boss to leave room for like people on the flanks and stuff. They'll put it in the same spot, face it in north the same spot every single mm-hmm. time, rotate it, make it worse. Actually, I mean that's that's to be honest, that's why that's one of the things I do like about Party Finder. It's because it's such a mixed bag of what the fuck that you can figure <laughs> out ways to try to make things better and have fun and repair situations. And I like that. That's true. Uh, except makes when you I'm a better brogging, player. I guess when I'm trying to like clear it, it kind of gets old. But uh, I, I do always have uh, a lot of fun uh, trying to adjust. Like, oh, man, I had so much fun when people would die. Uh, what, what was it? Is it uh, Worm's Lament when you get the, the stacks of red and blue? Is that the right one or is that a different yeah. one? Yeah. yeah. Right. When people would die on that, I'd be like, oh, man, I hope I fucking get both. I hope I get a red and a blue and I can fucking ace this and it will be perfectly fine. It doesn't matter if someone died. Because 
It's a little extra challenge. Whatever. If I mess up, well, it's his fucking fault anyways. You know, whatever. Um, it does suck every once in a while, though, uh, when you two people try to adjust and then you die. Like someone makes a mistake and then uh, you have to... I was Okay, so I, I'm talking a lot. I'm sorry. And we're going into completely different fights here. Uh, I'll talk more about the E12 stuff that I have fun with later on. Uh, because despite me being angry all the time about that fight, um, I do. There are moments that make me laugh in Phase One. Um, it's always it's like a spectacle uh, or not a spectator sport, right? You just like do your part, and you look around. Who's gonna fuck up, right? <laughs> just, right. Yes. <laughs> just yes. watching it happen. I wish we had spectate mode. People oh. to join. Just watch. Comment. You want spectate great. mode? Go do Titan Unreal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Titan Unreal is savage as <laughs> fuck. Solo tanking yeah, that because your other tank got yeeted in the first minute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyways, all right. Brambles is a mechanic. Brambles is a mechanic. It, it's a good mechanic, right? It, it has ways to kind of interact with the rest of the fight, like you were saying, Ren. Mm-hmm. So, it for savage, I think it's pretty good. It just makes a a good core part of the fight that you have to learn how to deal with, and it comes back a few times, right? Well, I actually really like m- Brambles as a mechanic like because. Mm-hmm. It's what I call like an environmental mechanic. Uh, and what that is is things that you either do or place around the arena to do mechanics. So like Bramble, for example. But Alexander, the creator, had a bunch of those, right? He had the lava platforms, judgment crystals, A10S buttons, A11S towers. I think all those are like really cool additions to raid. And mm-hmm. I wish they would add them more often because it makes... One, progging them really fun, and two, optimizing them really fun. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and I, I agree. think I think that's actually absolutely uh, the direction they they were taking. At least with uh, uh, E nine, I felt like they were testing the water with some things um, with those mechanics. Oh yeah. Uh, you saw kind of so. This is a small theory going a little tangent again. Back to E two with the spell and waiting. They were testing kind of how that would work and how they could make that like work out as a mechanic. And then they brought it back in full force for mm-hmm. uh, E12. And I think that was the right choice because a lot of people were upset they didn't really get to do as much with it uh, as they were showing in E2. And so... Oh, I thought they were going to go way further with it. I was very happy. I wanted that all expansion is more spell and waiting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so let's... Anti-air, wide angle, fun little triple mechanics, right? Just a little teaches dance. you tank busters, teaches you to stack with your party, teaches mm-hmm. you to stay away from the boss and then come back. Yeah. Um, teaches you can't keep melee distance for that, but you could zero it out, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Overall, it's actually, not bad. Hmm? I actually don't like anti-air as a mechanic. Okay. <laughs> and some people like it because of the, I guess, the mystery of it. But when we were progging that. We figured it out pretty fast, but it was still kind of a, a pain in the ass to, to see what was going on because your screen literally just got exploded with like lights, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you had to you had to like local record and then like play it back slowly yeah. to see where where the safe spots were. I agree that that was kind of like a a shit fest of lights, but mm-hmm. I, I, I think I don't like it for right, Party but... Finder because of what they ended up doing. Oh, I think any yeah. any any strat Party Finder right. develops in which a role will hate their role for the next six months sucks. Yeah. Well, so. I mean, yeah, tanks have to like be really far away from the boss for anti-air. It's pretty stupid. Yeah, right. Tomahawking. When, when we um when we progged that mechanic, the first thing we noticed was the you know it's a, it a different type of buster. Either it was a short conal cleave or it was a big circle, 
right? Mm-hmm. And we didn't make it eight out of eight alive first a couple times. So we didn't realize that like the healers were getting a smaller one, the tanks were getting a huge one. As soon as we realized that, we're like, okay, look at the arena, look at the boss. Big tank here, big tank here, healers here, and move up. Just innately makes sense. It wouldn't make sense to put a healer here, healer here. Tanks can fuck off. We don't know what the <laughs> DPS check is. It's Prague. Right, right. So, so, you know, it just made sense to try to give everybody as much uptime as we could. So at first we did like healers side by side and, and move up over. And then after we were like, well, the tanks can even come closer if we just put a healer with the melees and a healer with the ranged, and then they move up after. And then, you know, after after we stopped caring after week one about like uh the 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 enrage or anything, um, you know, it's both tanks over here in Invuln, and you have a healer and a healer, and the healer with like white mage preferably with the with the melees can just like lily up after instead of having to get all the way across the arena after you dodge your brambles. Mm-hmm. Just little things like that, I think. Sometimes I think about that and I'm like, how do other people not see these solutions in party finder when they're like, just let the tank go away? <laughs> We're done. Yeah. Yeah, just fuck off tanks. Uh, I will say Paladin does kind of get a boost there because of their uh, timing with their uh, request to cat uh, and getting that out with their Holy Spirits and all that great stuff. But I mean, like, I mean, that, that will go back to my complaint That's about... probably part of it, though, right? They're like, only one tank has to suffer. The other tank has wreck. We're good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and the other thing is Paladins are fucking rigid, right? And so if, like, you miss a GCT or you miss something just a little bit there, they're fucked, too. Uh, and so it, it's always been a little goofy at that part. Uh, at least progging it and going through it and getting used to it. Once you have it, like, down pack, it's not a big deal, but... Um, I don't know. Maybe I need to change jobs, dude. Maybe I need to change to something that's just like straightforward. Oh, I messed up. Whatever. I just keep going. Paladin, you messed wide up. Wide angle's like, really cool, though. Well, wide angle. Wide, it, wide angle's easier. It's nicer. It is. <laughs> it, really is. it still about, teaches you. The, it teaches you the same mechanics, pairing up with people, but mm-hmm. you don't grief anyone doing it. I think. What's, what's um, interesting about wide angle anti-air is that they're legitimately the same two mechanics. It's both. Mm-hmm. It's wall at one point stack. And uh, disengage, disengage. Yeah, yeah. It's just in different orders, right? And then anti-air is a it's a circle AOE instead of a line, but they're pretty much the same two mechanics in that regard. Which is funny because, like in hindsight, that would have been really good knowledge during Prague. Mm-hmm. Like when instead of trying to remember exactly what they did, instead of just yeah. these are just reversed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. All right. Let's uh. Let's get to the fun part here with tiles. How do you feel? How do you feel a tiles that that mechanic exists? Do you feel happy they put that in there? You wish they wouldn't have put something in there so trolling? I love it. You love it? Do you? <laughs> okay. Oh, it's it. You know, it makes for good Dude, content. I love it. It's okay. so the tiles good are really good. People PvP. die. They're yeah, really good. So PvP. Good. Such good content. It's a test of patience. Reminds me of Clamp. <laughs> You guys remember Clamp? Uh, the Clamp yeah. was awesome. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Uh, barely. Camp. Although that fight was uh, taken down in one pool, I think. So it was kind of... Uh, yeah, I, I, I do like that they're interacting more with the arena. Right? Mm-hmm. Titan raised the arena. This one drops it. Um, mm-hmm. And then they have half room cleaves. And you got you to gotta piece together the puzzle. Like one of those sliding puzzles. Where you have a piece missing. You just got to move everybody along. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But... There are people who will not pay attention to anybody other than me, myself, oh, and no. I. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure this happens to Todd probably way more than it happens to me on a tank. He'll be 
getting a positional or something, and then suddenly people close in on him for a mechanic, and he's locked in his spot for much longer than he was supposed to be. Yeah, he's just going to take the range. A dive. Usually, will come in and I like before I reset. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you know, it's worst. funny uh, when I was going for clips at the beginning of the show. Uh, I was looking at yours, Todd, and one of the uh, tiles won. I decided not to use it because it made you look good. Uh, one of the tiles won. You, you basically, <laughs> there was yours was running out, and you were waiting, mm-hmm. and the guy didn't move. You ran into his spot real quick and ran back, and he fell and died. But you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I know that one. I'm like, oh my, that's the punishment. I'm like, well, he's gonna box me and in. You like, had this a straight happening. face the whole time. Like, yep, that's what you get. And you just kept going. You didn't even care. You didn't think about no, it. It was just solid. No, I knew exactly what I was doing. Yeah, that wasn't an accident. I was like, well, you didn't let me reset. This is happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was uh, that was pretty good. Uh, you, you know, it, it is fun. It is a fun mechanic. I feel like this is something that's fun to try to figure out. But it is it is pretty bad to learn at first for people who don't know what they're doing. Uh, yeah. it, it becomes a wall, and a lot of people in Party Finder don't have the time to really dedicate to learn it. Uh, and so you have to just make sure that all eight people have an idea of what they're doing. Um, but you can get past it. I mean, the other part <laughs> is like bad DPS plays a part here. Uh, and it's it puts all the weight on ranged and healers. And mm-hmm. I mean, tanks and melee can kind of swing in and get those clouds and everything else. Uh, but if that they... that problem is mm-hmm. if people if the range and healers are bad and they're too slow and they don't let the cloud pass a little bit, the melees can't help. Yeah. And then it sucks because they can't assist. Uh, the clouds are an interesting yeah. mechanic and we knew they were going to come because mm-hmm. World of Darkness had them. And it's just nice knowing you can let one or two through even in Prague and survive. Right. Uh, <laughs> but it could be rough. Party Finder also has um, a tank south often. So I think one melee might miss a lot of positionals there. They might run out of uh, True North uses or something. That's um, that's kind of annoying. Um, you can move a tank to the west, but then has, you have to change the uh, range and healer, and some people just can't grasp that. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't been asked yet. I just go south every time. I don't even. Yeah. I think I think best setup is to have if you have a white mage, put the white mage south, put the caster north. That way they don't have to move as much for the half room mm-hmm. cleave, and then you put tank north, tank west. That way, most party finders like to clock clockwise rotate. Right. So when you do that, the two tanks are in front, the two melees are in the back. And each person's paired up with somebody who's not as strong to kill their cloud. Like if you have a if you have a summoner who has trouble killing their cloud, your main tank, good chance they're a warrior or a gunbreaker. They could put some pretty strong potency moves there. Um, mm-hmm. And then if you have your ranged, if you have a dancer, they're probably going to blow it up. If you have a a bard or something, then the paladin and the bard are just going to look at each other and cry, and it's going to be fine. <laughs> uh, it's, but it's it's really not that bad if you set it up like that. Then you you at least still have. You know, a healer on each side of the arena that can cover everybody that they need to. If you have a summoner or red mage north, you've got a rezzer covering each quadrant. Um, mm-hmm. I think it works out nicely. It's just really about when you reset those tiles and paying attention and knowing that the moment yours turns, you know, pinkish purple, it's not going to fall immediately. You can wait a second for somebody to get out of your way, mm-hmm. but not much more than that. Yeah, that's the thing I see the most. People panic when they when the right. tile turns like pink. Mm. When you have like what I think it's six seconds, you have a lot of time. Yeah, six seconds. Yeah. It's like what two or three pulses on the on the ground if you're looking yeah. at the animation. Hmm. Well, uh, I will say something that you're talking about is like you know everybody thinking about me, myself, and I. When it comes to clouds, that's completely irrelevant because I feel like a lot of people, especially in Party Finder, when they're joining in, 
They're like, I'm, I never have to help with clouds, so why do I have to help now, right? And so they never... I hear that so much. Yeah. I hear that so much. You'll have like... Because it, it'll be it'll be the same two people in like a quadrant, right? The melee will be like, I never have to help. And the healer is like, I never have to do it. <laughs> right. And you're like, well, one of us needs to. <laughs> yeah, it's always one of those situations like, oh, you're not good enough, so why do I have to make up for you? And that attitude right. just doesn't work <laughs> in Party right. Finder if you want to have a better time. Uh, you figure out a problem and you try to fix it. Uh, that whole phase is teamwork, right? Tiles is like mm-hmm. teamwork the game. Yeah. trust It's trust fall. Yeah. It is trust fall. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Uh, but we did have uh, the one note here about Momo figuring out how to cheat the clouds and everything else. Can you explain that a little bit? Uh... I'm gonna be honest. I feel like that was pretty obvious. <laughs> I I, okay. I kind of just. I mean, that's like the first thing you do when you see like an ad, right? Mm. It's just like, can you ignore it? Mm, and okay. if you can, then you just keep going. Okay. I guess. I mean, it wasn't, it's not like, it wasn't like they some, need to immediately zerg it. It wasn't like some a big brain thing. It was just like, oh, can we live this? Oh, we can. <laughs> the hardest part was figuring out mitigation. Okay. Uh, I mean, you're talking about uh, using a. Is that where you use tank LB? Or am I? Do oh, I have that? No, you would. No, you okay. would never do that. I was you just. Fig- I was about to say, like, what, so you're just saying, like, how many do you let in? You let in like one, two, three, four. Four. You let in four. <laughs> so I don't. I actually don't know. That's party that's group. I probably let in what one or two. Yeah. Right. If you can't yeah, account you can for other people's in. mitigation. Um, I we think you, you probably initially find it out by an accident, right? Like, if a group's progging and they have a death and a cloud goes in, then you're like, wait, this wasn't lethal. This actually didn't even hurt that much. I mean, that's actually kind of how we figured it out, too. It's like, it's like we saw the damage up stack during prog a few times, and it was one, and it, the AOE only did, like, 20% more damage. And mm-hmm. we figured out that, like, each stack is, like, 20%. So it's like, oh, well, this is only going to do, like, just as much as terminal velocity does in 012, so we just mitigate this and keep going. And as long as we have a fast enough kill time, like ignoring the I'm pretty sure it doesn't actually affect towers. We thought it did at first, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't because we've looked at I think at the tower's a tower. true damage. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're yeah, they're like environmental or something. I don't know. Yeah. But um as long Just as you skip that second pattern or the I guess the third pattern, the one after the towers, the wide angle anti after towers, you can pretty much let all in as long as you're Okay. mitigating properly but so, i wouldn't do that in pf or in a static i mean that's honest, why unless you know what you're doing that's why i'm saying it because like i God never no. had to even question it it was like you kill the clouds or we're kind of fucked because th- we just don't yeah. have people who mitigate anything no i mean pf dies to one stack like that deluge of darkness like it does more than your your max hp usually without mitigation yeah so like most people yeah, don't even, yeah most PF people you. don't even reprisal that like it just goes nope. unmitigated like every right. time. It's, yep. So and you I've have both that. reprisals. I've seen that. Well, assuming mm-hmm. somebody reprisals a spread stack, then you have one, but you don't not I'm have. To be it. honest, in PF, man, you have one reprisal. One. <laughs> you got one reprisal. Per fight. That's true. They, yeah, and they <laughs> use it to start. Never again. That's true. No, 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 no. What I mean, what I mean more is that the tanks just reprise the same fucking thing every time. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yes. 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 You'll you'll every see yours, time. and it'll be white, and then it turns blue, and you're like. Yeah, you're oh. like, whatever, I guess Scott, you know. And then you try to change it, and they also try to change it. Yeah, know? and then it's nothing the next, exactly. <laughs> it is, I mean, to be honest with you, it doesn't really matter until you get into, like, E12. 
because it takes more time to talk about it than it does just to do it and go through it usually I, th- I think reprisals are pretty important if your team is is still freshly geared in like cycles of e11 it could hurt really bad there i guess that's that, true. that was really rough but you don't talk about it until someone dies that's true <laughs> and then you're like what did we miss oh i guess i could reprisal open up the live log what did we miss optional uh, they say that you just, just ready check uh, yeah it's just, just ready. go again Oh, so I'm going to tell you this this experience in Party Finder recently. Uh, I was so we're in E12s, uh, and mm-hmm. we died to a mechanic that needed mitigation. Uh, and the scholar came out afterwards. He's like, "Okay, let's talk about this. What what can we do here?" And the the ninja, I, I forget, it was a ninja or a bard or something. Uh, they're like, "I don't fucking know. Just heal." And it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> just heal yeah. it, it has been a long if, time since the name of the game has been healers take care of everything oh my more God. than ever the party takes care of mitigation <laughs> it's so or can where's your healing bro I think that's what i'm talking like people just aren't trained with uh mitigation anymore it's just uh anyways anyways i thought it was funny i was like man i don't know about this part <laughs> it was one of those signs it was like I think that's a sign, like, you know, Jeff Foxworthy or whatever. That's a sign to fucking leave the group and Here's go out to another group. Uh, anyways, uh, we were talking a little bit about this, Ren, and you, you were, we see a clones in E9S. It pops up, you know, we have the, you know, you look at this one and you look at another one and you kind of figure out the last one and then you find the safe spot for the Yeah, cleave. so she'll, she'll turn arbitrarily. You can't move her. Uh, she'll do a left-right cleave, and then two of the clones will show up. They're like... um you know, two slimers from Ghostbusters that look like her, and and mm-hmm. they do a left right cleave as well. They'll mimic whatever she's doing, and from that you have to figure out the pizza slice that is not broccoli pizza. You want the pepperoni pizza, and sometimes Party Finder can handle it just fine. Sometimes they can't, but it's weird because it shows up for all of a couple of seconds and then it's gone. That's it. It's done, and mm-hmm. it's it's just a really awkward mechanic. And like Momo was saying before, it's scary because you're like, all right, who's gonna try to greed and not move on time? I'm not going to say it's the Black Mage. I'm definitely not saying it's going to be the Black Mage. Uh, but <laughs> you, you're just like, who misread it, right? Who misread this mechanic? It's it's really weird because that's it. Then the mechanic's over. And it's done. Yeah. It would have been cool gotta... to see it pop up more often, I think. Uh, I do agree with that. Or, it... or just do something else with it. Maybe they can cast something that you have to interact with. I don't know. I don't think, I don't think we've messed that mechanic up once. It's just, every time we get there, I just get so nervous. You, you know what? Yeah, I uh, I used to have a couple issues with it, but then like I figured out I just need to pay attention to two, and you mm-hmm. usually get it because then there's just only like a little yeah. bit left to have to figure out. So, somebody else will figure out that other piece. Yeah, <laughs> someone else will figure <laughs> out. Right, you just th- you there's mark a lot of with tools Dorito. too. I think this tier more than any. There's so many tools, so many people that are trying to put out videos or diagrams, toolboxes. You'll see a bunch of toolboxes that are all mm. just the same thing. They just rename it for their own static or their groups. Yeah. Um, you know, websites that have things. You have like the you have like the the shadow cleave from E10. You have the cal- like the what is it, like a like a test that you can go in like a website and you you move oh, yeah, your you character move your and mouse show you a few character. Yeah, yeah, and they have the same thing for for that for the clones. So you can figure that out too. And it's it's kind of interesting seeing all this all these like um basically like passion projects, right? Mm-hmm. You didn't have this back in Heaven's Ward, back in a Realm Reborn. You didn't really even have FF logs. No. I mean, I, mean, I don't even like think ACT nothing. was the only thing. There was like a different combat tracker that was really bad. I don't even remember its name anymore. It was like FFXV something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
(laughs) And now, now we've got all these projects and all these, all these, all these nice tools and stuff. Like I put out the mitigation calculator for, you could figure it out for the cloud of darkness stacks. You could do it for like the E10 uh, jumpy dog Mm -hmm. mechanic. We have all these different tools that people are putting out and, and it's nice to try to just educate the community. It's really, really cool. I agree. I agree completely. Uh, I'm going to put one little theory on the clone thing real quick. I think it was only mm-hmm. there to get people's minds wrapped around E10. Just give them a, a precursor to like, like a stepping hey, stone introduction. Yeah, like, oh, there's going to be cleaves and there's going to be their side, you know, one side of them or something. And you can kind of like piece that together and thread those two fights together a little bit. That's okay. my only guess. Uh, I, also, I don't know why else. In normal mode, they were there, but it was during tiles and they cleaved a section of the tiles that don't exist in Savage. That's what I was thinking. It was just mm. weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I actually just, think they but it, it is what it is. Yeah. I think they meant to add them to Savage. I think they're gonna have them cleave the outer side of the tiles and force you to be inside, like the in mechanic. They just couldn't mm. get it to work properly, or maybe yeah, it was too probably. difficult and they cut it. Yeah, I haven't done nine normal in so long that I don't remember anything about it. To be honest with you, <laughs> uh, I, I completely forgot about that fight because after you do like the normals, like the first. If you get crafted gear, which most people do, it's relatively cheap to get crafted gear at the moment. Uh, oh, this tier? Yeah, you just do them on an alt to get through to get Savage, or you've already mm-hmm. done them on your only character, and that's it's it. It's kind of sad. Like, those normals just disappear. Uh, well, Wondrous Tales, maybe? You'll, I, I don't know if they put the current one in there. I, I, I can't. I don't really know. There's no, so many but... options in there. You have, like, three different PvPs. Why wouldn't you do those? <laughs> Why? <sighs> well, uh... <laughs> Not the show. You made a good point earlier. You said that um, they they brought in that the club mechanic is the Shiva mechanic, right? It's the it's the basically the Shiva mechanic. Mm-hmm. And actually, it was kind of it's kind of funny because they actually kind of beat it into the ground. I think this tier, the Shiva mechanic. Hmm. You mean with because the, the cleaves? Well, because like the E10's mirror got the shadow dogs. You've got prismatic deception. You've got also the jumps just in like shifting and sundering, this, right? Yeah, the safe mm-hmm. quadrant. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just cutting out areas of the arena and everything else. Yeah, and so I mean they kind of introduced that because they do uh they do do a lot of it. Uh yeah, the mirrors, I completely forgot about that. Or books, I don't know what you call them in E eleven, the big blue and red things. They're just so let's talk about this for a second. Alright. What the fuck are they? Are they mirrors? In E eleven? What what are the four fucking things? Are they books? Walls? What do we call them? Blast, blasty walls? Yeah, windows, stained glass. And then they got the hourglasses, but it's not an hourglass. It's like three fucking bulbs, and they just... Are <laughs> oh, they just the traffic create... lights? Yeah, they're trying to create oh, right. new traffic, objects. Yeah. Oh, the lights, traffic yeah. lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. then you like, just look for the yellow, and they're like, well, there's yellow tethery clocks, and there's yellow mm. traffic lights, and just pick something. Where do the green ones come in? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> uh, anything else? Anything else you guys want to talk about with... Uh... E9. I feel like it's after that it's pretty much straightforward. They throw in the meteors, but it's it's a repeat. Oh, I do want to mention something. The towers. Um so when you get to the towers at the end, which is your second set uh, of brambles. Hey, when you say towers, that's so weird to me because it's meteors to me, man. There there are meteors, but a lot of people aren't gonna call them that now because they're physically standing in things that people have just been calling towers. There's no expansion. towers there. No, there right. isn't. Oh. But there's also no meteor coming down on the ground. Is there not? There's an orb or something coming down. So People do orb. not look yeah. up. Okay. People do not look up. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, when you get to the second Brambles with mm-hmm. the AoE you stand in, mm-hmm. 
they are slightly more east and west. They're slightly more horizontal set than vertical. So a lot of groups will break. They'll just do north to south. And uh, this is fine for Myth Brambles, and Happy's probably okay, too. If you do the Rin Brambles, though, you're probably going to see an issue uh, where you do north to south. You're like, this strat sucks because I have to go all the way around the Bramble to get in the tower because they think they're symmetrical and just something is wrong about it. But because they're east-west, you should break your parties east to west. And when you break your tether, you will physically already be standing in your tower, the one that you need to be in. And it solves itself. Literally just solves itself first try. Too much thought. You got to lower <laughs> well, the Well, I was thinking about second, it after. East, we were, we yeah, were looking at the strats and how everything came out, and I was like, it almost seems like they might have designed an X pattern for this. Otherwise, why did they offset these meteors? Mm-hmm. So I was, I was trying to think about it from a designer standpoint, because you never really know how the, design, how the devs intended us to figure things out, right? More often than not, we do it something completely different from how they wanted us to. Right, you have like mm-hmm. same side tsunami leviathan and all kinds of stuff, and they're like, "This isn't. What do you? Please stop. What are you doing? <laughs> Uptime? How did you do this? <laughs> have you seen the Have you seen the video of like the person watching someone put blocks into the same hole over? <laughs> The, the yeah, yeah I've seen that. That's right. It goes in the square. <laughs> no, the triangle. The triangle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that got linked recently in the like every <laughs> Savage Raider. <laughs> That's right. It's the square hole. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. I, I would. They do every once in a while come out and they they'll say, "Well, I didn't really intend you guys to do it this way," and they they talk about it. Uh, hopefully, we'll see some of that in the live letter. I don't know if they they will or not. Which is two weeks, man. Just two weeks, and we're going to fucking get a new expansion and Can't tons wait. of... And it's a lot of information. Like, the announcement is like four hours long, five hours long, something like that. And then... Yeah, wait till they tell us that the game is ending and Final Fantasy sixteen is the next chapter. Let's go! We're going to release uh, Ultimate, right? The information at least when it's... Well, I mean, they have the live letter right after that. So, we yeah, know. I'm assuming so. Maybe not the details, but they should give us a pretty... Good release date for five. The image uh, three. A release date would be the most. Well, I don't 5. even. 5. I think they're we kind of already have a good date. idea of what it might be, but a date would be the only thing I mid-April. want. Mid April, they're going to say mid. I mean, that's, yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, yeah. I need to know that personally for other reasons, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah. Okay, so anyways, good tangent. Let's go back to E10. Let's let's talk about E10 now. This is E10 is probably the uh, I think most hated fight. I've I've seen in a while people just hate doing it. Personally, I'm I'm kind of okay with the fight for my own reasons, but how do you guys feel about E10S? It's okay. I actually went I went through some uh I went through some phases with E10. It went from <laughs> it went from my favorite one of my favorite fights outside of Door Boss to actually my least favorite now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What changed your mind? I, it's just a really boring fight on farm, I think. Yeah, it is. It's um, actually, I would, I would, I would argue that it's on, on on farm. I would say it's actually probably one of the worst this entire expansion. Just in general, I think in general, for a very specific reason, uh, it cast locks on a lot of mechanics. So you literally can't kill it till it completes a mechanic. I know she's got a dark sword, but that doesn't mean she can use Living Dead. <laughs> I, apparently, it does. Apparently it does mean she can use the right, thing. Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It does. It does. But but her and the door boss suffer from that same problem. Mm-hmm. Um which is fine unless you're assuming it's gonna die and then it doesn't, you don't heal for something and then you wipe. Or you're trying to speed and your party's kill time is right where it would cast lock. Mm-hmm. And it, it kinda sucks. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Responding to chat, it's a she. <laughs> it is. It's it's <laughs> one of the NPCs, I think, that's in uh, Crystarium. You can find or something. Her Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the lore back there. It's like the fight starts. It does its implosion, right? Mm-hmm. And then, or whatever the back one is called, does the shadow mechanic. And then it, it does the get up mechanic. And then it does a right left slash. And then it does a buster into shadow cleave. And after that, it's like a full minute of just nothing because it just it just does that left right on but on four people so if you already seen that mechanic just adding four more and then putting it on dps so you have to place them which was cool that's nice uh, prod gimmick right but there's nothing mm-hmm. else going off with like i i, I kind of wish they made you do something if you're the other team because you're just kind of standing inside the hitbox for like 15 seconds or something mm-hmm. doing nothing and then you would expect it to like ramp up after that but it just it does the knockback into umbra orbs into the spinny dog umbra orbs. Mm-hmm. And then it does fade to shadow, which is kind of cool. But <laughs> is it kind of like once whatever. you figure out that you could just use two spots? Right. Yeah. Because talk, talking about specifically about farm, I don't even think it's that cool. And if your party goes the wrong way, you're going to miss 90s there. Like if you have a brotherhood and half the party goes the other direction, they're just going to miss it. Mm. Yeah. And then it just, after that, it just kind of does the the four, which is cool. The four thing is cool, I think. But they don't do it again in the fight. They actually, the next time a Shadow Mechanic happens, it's a two. Because it's right after the Umbral Orb set with the knockback. And then they do a four afterwards that. They do a four after that. So no, yeah. not, no, well, no there is... Oh, the cleave. Yeah, yeah no, there is a four. There's a four for second yeah, void gates. the model. right left slash cleave. You drop, you drop pitch bog and then you get... um. Yeah, 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 tempo, tempo doesn't really ever increase in a sense. It just kind of stays mid or flat, That's true. I guess, after after like three or four minutes of the fight. Mm-hmm. And in, in half the patterns for that cleave and, and implosions and stuff, you could just make one movement from like yeah. one diagonal to another. Yeah. Uh, it's and then pretty... obviously there's JP Voidgate, but... Yeah, or not JP, but sorry, I meant the Voidgate too. That's because that's the only strat that should exist. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> any any other strats griefing everybody. Well, so uh, Todd, Ren, I, I went together with you guys, not knowing anything about this fight at all. Uh, right, our, our experience. I, I went in there not knowing anything, and we got to enrage point one percent. We did. Um, you did really well, and I didn't know fuck mm-hmm. shit. In that fight, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know anything. I just listened. But you broke to it Ren. down piece by piece. Yeah, but then you know I felt bad, and so the next week I went through and I did uh, a week. This was a week worth of doing Party Finder, learning the fight and figuring it out and understanding everything about it. Um, and I'll, I'll let you know that whole prog. I think I told Rin, but I don't think I told you, Todd. The reason I was having issues with shadows is because I had no clue that the shadow part meant it was the tail. I didn't. I couldn't comprehend what was happening there. <laughs> oh, so right. It's just like, oh, fuck, what's going on with my head? Um, but I will say, for me, that fight is stressful. I, I have stress at two points, two points. Uh, void Gate, uh, one. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, that might be then the wall. The wall is stressful, too. The wall. Yeah, but uh, Void Gate, one. Because I'll be facing in a puddle somewhere in the front, and I have to flip what he's doing in my head, and that process sometimes doesn't work every time. Um, and so that's, that's that, the only that thing. was why I provoked the boss off you there to keep it facing 
keep her facing true north so you can kind of have a little bit of an easier time because when she's like diagonal and stuff people get really confused yeah, yeah. i'll see party finder just kind of move guess mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> it messes with people mm-hmm. uh but I mean, let's let's talk about the because sh- I mean I think that's an interesting concept, sort of to do shadows and everything else. It's a little refreshing in a way. But then again, it was you know beat into us throughout this entire tier. Um, having the players kind of set up that safe spot, I I feel like you were talking about if they mess up, they punish everyone else. Oh, it's that's eight damage downs yeah. during a six minute burst window. So <laughs> it's yeah. awful. So I don't know how you feel about that, where uh, players have mechanics that screw other players over. But I feel like that's just part of how raids work, right? No? It's it's punishing, but I think it's necessary. Yeah, (laughs) I think it's good, yeah. I mean, it can be annoying, and I understand the frustrations with it, but I feel like if there was no punishment, you know, it'd be too easy. And like Volstack, you you would just cheese it. The the problem is you could grief, though. You could just yeah. punish the other people every single time because you want to. Yeah, I've, I've been in parties where somebody has purposely avoided the stack to give them damage downs so that they can make the fight go a little longer for themselves. I mean, oh e- E10 is actually a great example of that. I, I remember uh, the tanks. I remember some tanks actually... Was it the tanks? I don't remember. There, there was one part where you, you mean could kill them? another person. Because you wanted to extend the kill time, right? Mm-hmm. So people would which, would which fight are you talking about? E one, E one. Oh, E one. Yeah, yeah, you would yeah. you would beam other people. Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I wouldn't have any knowledge on that. <laughs> is it protect for the protect the tank part? I, I did that tier a lot. Yeah, oh, you would do that, or you or you would turn E1. you would turn the rotating beams and meteors so it would hit some people, and you'd know the direction it's going, so you could avoid it. I wouldn't really know too much on this. Though it's just speculation. Just thinking back yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. Like it was yesterday. Well, uh, I will say this kind of goes back to what you were talking about before, Momo, where the shadow cleaves is something that's environmental that the players control, right? Mm-hmm. So it is kind of interesting at that point that the uh, members can kind of work with. I mean, there's only one pattern. You have a squ- safe box in the middle, right? There's no other mm-hmm. fancy stuff you can really do with it. But it does mean you put mechanics that are happening in the fight in the hands of other players and so going into party finder and if you see them fuck up but you see there's a small little fucking spot you could run into you feel like a champion if you get in that small spot don't you that's true catch it yeah yeah mm-hmm. raid uh, awareness yeah and that's so that's true. that's one of the things that i like so far about that fight is that just kind of working with the other players and making it work although when you get to void gate uh it's one player messes up it's pretty much sometimes it's not done but it, it usually snowballs pretty bad especially if we the dps too. check is liberal but if you miss more than one you're gonna get that doom mm-hmm. that yeah this is straight up well, it's so it's funny it's three it's it's three for a doom so you is can actually three? miss two right. towers yeah you can miss two towers okay okay uh but i've if they pretty much at they have like a limit they're like, well, we'll kind of punish you make you not look cool if you're damaged or anything then like ah fuck it you're dead just kill them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just like hard cut off of how much they're really going to put up with you fucking up, which is kind of weird, but I guess fine. I don't know. Do you guys I mean, I would rather have it? a I would rather have a full team damage down than a full wipe like removed towers. <laughs> oh, 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. Especially when we find out that in some situations it's avoidable. Yeah, like con flag 
Like those kind of mechanics that just wipe your group if you mess up like one little Fuck thing. Con flag. I think is <laughs> that's it, really it, it wiped my savage. damage every At least early savage fights. I don't think they belong. I think three or this third and fourth turn I think can be more. I guess reserved with them, but I don't like think Oracle. Oracle does like a good a, job at wiping you yeah. if you fuck up. Hmm. So, all right, Let, let's talk a little bit about the orbs because we haven't mentioned it as much. Uh, the orbs are very fucking random. They go anywhere. Uh, party fire, party finder for me has always been uh, a new discussion with the tank about how they want to do right. it. Because um, the the tanks in particular, from my perspective, the tanks. Uh, I have to say, all right, this, these are the rule ground rules, dude. This is how we're going to do it. And then I have to kind of discuss it with him and say, all right, either you take north all the time or I take south all the time. And if it's not that, then we go clockwise or counterclockwise. Then they're like, no, I only get north and west and you get east and south. And then we'll figure <laughs> out, you know, we'll wing it. Boss there. relative, wall there, relative. There are a yeah. lot of different ways to do it. And I think the easiest way to break it down is to separate it between the umbral orbs that spawn when you don't have to go to the wall and the ones that spawn when you do. Because the ones that spawn when you don't is a little bit quicker to just handle. Yeah. So they're going to spawn in either a box, a diamond, or a, or a diagonal line. But that's mostly irrelevant. Mm -hmm. You're going to stand around the group. And the multiple ways, I would say, the most convoluted one is probably to just say that you'd, you'll just adjust. And you'll just figure it out. Mm -hmm. Right, because you 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 can't assume that both people are going to do what you need to do, and when you have the healer groups doing that, then the DPS are confused. Um, you could do you could do like a north and then like a clockwise rotation and treat it like like Heaven's Fall trio in in Yukov, or you could do like I'll take these two cardinals, you take those two cardinals, and treat it like uh, the Garuda sisters in Uwu for people who have done the ultimates. I know that's a very small pool of players compared to the large populace of Savage. Mm -hmm. um, or you could be like I'll do it. I'll go to the left looking at the boss, and I'll go to the right looking at the boss, but depending on the side of the boss you're on, that's going to be different versus the other party. Yeah. Um, so I think the easiest way that, that people generally generally figure it out is when you say, like, I'll take north and east, and you take west and south, or I'll take north clockwise, you take west counterclockwise, typically the same thing that you're saying. Yeah. Um, it's just however the person processes it. Or you keep the main tank in the front, you put the off tank in the back, whatever. Yeah. Um, or you take the the northmost if they're even. You take left or you take east or west if they're even. You right. Know. And and then for the for the light parties, I would put the healers generally like like I think Todd, a lot of your experience you'll see right. And and Frost, you're mm -hmm. you're the off tank. You're in the back, right? So the healers are on the left and the right already. Mm -hmm. so you typically keep them there, and then the stacks meet them. And then you're like, well, if it's north and south, who's moving? Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of the confusion will come in because then the party's like. I don't I did it on Machinist and Red Mage, and both times I just had to click my healer and watch where they went, and then follow them. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's fair. You know what? The other thing, we're talking about the wall and the orbs. Uh, mm -hmm. My favorite thing is that hurdle of figuring out if we're talking about facing the boss or facing oh. the wall, right? Mm -hmm. So facing the boss, I think, is very detrimental for a couple of reasons. First off, you give yourself less time. So if I were to say, I'll take left looking at the boss... I'm going to figure out the safe side, run to the wall, turn around, look left, and then go that way. Or reverse it in my head, and because I'm going left at the boss, I'm going right at the wall. When you could just say at the beginning, looking right at the wall. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or, what I think is even better, is to just split it up into two ways. When, when you see the jumpy dogs come out, you're going to see four dogs appear. Uh, four clones of the Shadow Keeper. And there's going to be a tether. Uh, the safe spot will only ever be 
perpendicular or 90 mm-hmm. degrees from that tether. So they're always going to jump clockwise. If it keeps going clockwise on the fifth jump, it's going to be whatever that subsequent direction is clockwise. Otherwise, it's going to be counterclockwise. So if you say it starts west, right? Mm-hmm. The last jump keeps going, it's going to go north. Otherwise, it's going to turn around and go south. And those are your two safe spots. Because you know they'll only ever be north and south, you already have a healer on west. You already have a healer on east. You're already on the sides you need to be on. Instead of looking right, looking at the wall and making one healer do this and the other healer do that, just make this movement forward and back. Doesn't matter which wall it goes to. You're already on the side you need to be on. That's my preferred method. You could pre-position like 10, 15 seconds in advance. You already know what to do and there's no confusion. As opposed to waiting and then giving yourselves four or five seconds. So like a relative like east and west is what you're talking about, sort of. Right. Yeah. So like one party prioritizes north and east, the other par- party prioritizes west and south. And whether it's whether it's north and south or east and west is dictated by which way the dog's jumping. Mm-hmm. And you only ever have one spot to go. And then out of the configuration, it could either be tank, tank, party, 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 tank, tank, party. It could be any any amalgamation of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like it like that because you give your party more than enough time. And just because your bard positionals and movement don't matter because you don't care because it's uptime for you doesn't mean it doesn't affect other people. Hmm. Or you could That's just... That's not a shot at anyone. No, no. <laughs> or you could just over-mitigate it, right, and not get the debuff and just, you know... Yeah. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I I'll take responsibility for people getting mad over that. Yeah. Um, Momo had really good clips on it, and I think you, you guys still do that, right? Where you just mm-hmm. handle it. The... Some of the Mid- mitigating the barbs of agony yeah for the dogs oh, for the jumpy dogs yeah. Yeah. and 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 if your team's good and you plan it properly your healers a big, a big complaint is that you guys waste like four or five ruin twos and like a couple of gcds from the other healer but i don't even think it's that bad right no that's just bad play if they're doing that you don't you only lose Free one planning. Ruin two. Mm-hmm. yeah and everyone else keeps up time everyone keeps up time yeah as you opposed to risking uptime in the other strats and you might get the uptime but you might also just nuke the party or die yourself mm-hmm. in the strat we do we only lose 380 potency doing it so it's like not that big a deal mm-hmm. uh, the, I do. go ahead it's not no, never mind no, no i was just going to say that this mechanic shit uh and i think that they poorly planned <laughs> it out uh like <laughs> so it just it seems i like so that goofy. we could cheese it though yeah. solving that was cool but doing it makes it a little bit more boring, I guess, as Momo was saying, where it becomes like a dummy fight. But solving the puzzle and figuring out the mitigation was cool. And finding out that most comps can do it is also really cool. Party Fighter can do it. Uh, I, I will tell you, I, I was forced to try it a few times with Party Finder, and they never could get it. Uh, they were like, oh, If your yeah, Party Finder doesn't yeah. have a Scholar, it's going to be hard. Yeah, you've you got kind veil, of need Scholar Astro if you're doing MPF. Yeah. You can do it with White Mage, but it's just way too strict. Especially for yeah. PF. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe if you have a white mage, but you have like a bar. Or you could tank LB, I guess. The, and a warrior white mage, but. <laughs> tank LB will work. Tank LB in part. So in a static, you wouldn't use tank LB. In Party Finder, you probably would because there's a good chance your melee's not even got it on their bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right, Todd. Todd, I, I want your, your perspective here on uh, the void gates. Void gates? Yeah. Do you think Void oh. are like a good mechanic in this fight? Do you feel like, oh yeah, this is cool. I'm glad they put it in there. You know, this is why not? Uh, you know, am we... I glad? Yeah. yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, if like like we talked about before, if if people mess up, damage down, and you might not clear later. 
because of that. Um, the other thing I think it, it teaches tanks to like position the boss, or at least think about it, hopefully. Because if they have it too far north, um, the melees on the south uh, void gate, like they're not going to hit anything. Like I've seen that happen many times. Or, or they, they move too slow and they come back in, so it's actually northeast. So now you have south and west melee. They can't hit anything. Mm-hmm. So I just I think it's a pretty good mechanic. I don't mind it. You know, <laughs> one thing one thing I didn't talk about at all is that they did in- introduce something kind of interesting. The little shadows of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, your 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 personal little oh from clone. the shadow cleave mechanic yeah yeah uh so they they threw I'm, I'm you know they said hey we're gonna put this in here you get too close to him he hits you and that's kind of the mechanic i kind of uh, like hit to everybody anyone yeah. near you oh yeah anyone near it <laughs> i don't even yeah know. He'll, I, I just... he'll aoe only you can activate it but it could wipe the group oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh i i i will say that it's hard to find a party finder that's comfortable doing uptime with those uh mm. they always want you to run just straight to the wall and they just oh, for your hit. tanks yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 so I've that's used that's that. safe mm-hmm. uh and so i felt like it was pretty interesting that they included them in the solution for void kate too um because i mean that was something yeah. i didn't wasn't in my head that they would do is that you, they would make a, a clone of you sit somewhere and you have to figure out how to use it although I think in the first time that you get the clones, at least they spawn right on top of you, right? Yeah, and then they do a teleport later. Yeah. So it shows that they can be moved, and they they appear behind you for that. To nothing the, personal, I, kid the hell out I, of you. Okay. Right. I, I really dislike that mechanic, actually. Just because of Void that. Void Gate like, 2 or just, just in general? Void Gate 2, because I feel like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I don't remember, but it's like they give you the pitch bog puddles the first time, right? Yep. But yep. you don't go in them. So you no. don't know your clone actually spawns in them. And then <laughs> they do it the second step, time, yeah. and they actually make the mechanic based around stepping in the puddle, which you... It's kind of like the... Actively Enigma avoid. Codex. It's like trying you to never set it up Enigma beforehand. Codex. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. exactly like that. Which is... I they really give you the pieces like of the that. puzzle, but you have to do it wrong to figure out that that's the part of the puzzle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of, goofy. That's a gotcha. Well, our, our first time seeing it, we were like, okay, what's going on here? And we wiped because we didn't have everybody up. Our second time, I was like, okay, well, there's 16... We, we know that the Void Gates were satisfied with eight players. This time there's 16 dots. And there were these fucking puddles. And I think it was Sand who was like, we just got to step in them. It's going gonna, it's gonna to give us a shadow, I think, is what's going to happen. Or stand in them to mitigate the damage so we don't get doom. And then we stood it and we were like, there's a fucking clone. And I think, I think actually in Prague, it's been patched out now, but I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Momo, but I'm pretty sure like day one, even when they were getting ready to teleport, if you got close to them, they'll cleave you. So you, you couldn't actually mm-hmm. be near them at all until they teleported. Now, once that cast begins, you can step right up to them and it's fine. Um, but mm-hmm. like when we were progging that, we were like, okay, 16 spots to satisfy. How are we going to solve this puzzle? And there's one, there's there's the Akito Kachi JP. It's the same strat we came up with in our group. Or there's the um, where, where, the, where the shadows satisfy the outside towers and the players satisfy the inside towers. Or there's the strat where you have like melee uptime and casters and healers just just hate their lives and have to keep running the entire time um Mm -hmm. the former strat can still have uptime for melees the latter strat cannot have uptime for healers or your caster um and when we solved it i looked at it and i was like we got we got shackled apart there's probably going to be a shackle together and for some reason i was just like we just got to have the shadows on the outside because we're going to have to satisfy this on the inside and and then it happened, and then shackled shackled together happened. So it was like, okay, cool, great. 
Um, it's probably role based, and then it was because typically when things happen, it's either going to be that you're buddied with somebody of the same role or an opposite role. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this case, it made sense to be opposite roles because Shackled Apart was opposite roles. So it just kind of solved itself for us, and we ended up coming up with you know a similar strat to what a lot of other groups had. And it was a nice solve, but it was also kind of shit because. Uh, like what Momo said, it's not very intuitive telling you how to solve the puzzle. But I mean, if you've watched other groups, then they're going to solve it for you. It's true. I mean, that's uh, that's my life is I watch other groups. Uh, so that's how I prog. You guys come from a completely different perspective uh, where you kind of you're, you're figuring out. That's kind of the thing you're doing. You're figuring out for yourself before you go in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, Ren said the same way, like basically like after the first time we wiped two, it was like, wait, you know, there's eight puddles. Mm-hmm. What did they do? Right, that was like the first question we asked ourselves, and it ended up being the correct answer. But yeah, and then like and then you don't care about it, right? Because you see that you already had damage downs and a healer LB, and you're like, this boss is five percent. Whatever we could do yeah. to get past this, we're not seeing it next week. Mm-hmm. It is it is weird. Uh, I don't I, them introducing mechanics where you only see it if you mess up. What was the other one that they did that with? Oh, it was ooh codex. Well, I mean, it was both. both. Yeah, but yeah, it was both. It was both. It was one of those things where raiders were just struggling with uwu for sure, and I remember that where they were just like, "This is I don't know what the fuck is the answer here," and then they found out they were supposed to get all these different things uh, yeah, and make these little stacks. mistakes. Yeah, and so um, it—I don't know why they. I guess it just adds some spice to it. I guess. Do you guys like that stuff, or do you not like? In it? one of the interviews, they said for ultimate, it was a spectator sport. It was just get the gotcha thing for the viewers to see. Oh, okay, that's mm-hmm. how it's solved. They might have incorporated that into Savage too, or they might just be trying different things. Mm-hmm. And there's only so many ways they can give us a stack, a spread, a tank buster, a raid wide. You know, like they they have the same formula, and I like that they're trying new things and environmental stuff. Um, I just don't know how creative they can get with it without doing yeah. things like this, where it's like do it wrong to do it right. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, personally, I just think it's, I don't really think it's good fight design to force you to wipe just to see, like, why you made a mistake, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't give you all the pieces of the puzzle. It just kind of Art- artificial you, like, longevity. Yeah. All right, Todd, anything else you want to add on to uh, e, E10S? I mean, we pr- hit it pretty good, but. No, I don't think so. I think I covered it. Yeah. Oh, oh! How about how about pulling the boss into Doton and then pulling it away so that the South is not unsafe uh, for the get out mechanic? Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I already adjust. I go to the flanks after that because I just I know it's going to happen, but not everyone catches on. But again, boss positioning, recenter it, please. <laughs> Which is good. I mean, that's the thing. Like all the all the mm-hmm. bosses, you have to really just get in the center. I think every mm-hmm. single one, the the game is get the boss in the center. Uh, or it recenters it for you. There's no like really good. Not that boss one. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, in, in E10, it it's not going to recenter itself, but she will lock in. So if you're like, I don't want to turn the boss around for the melee right now, fucking do it because she's about to lock in for like a full minute in a spot where your melees can't hit the boss. Mm, Corners right. are the safest there for anyone. Yeah. Well, you kind of have to just know that too, right? You just mm-hmm. that yeah. that takes good experience yeah. with the fight. So if you're progging it, you might not. Yeah, it could be goofy. Um. All right. So. The fight that was the hardest third turn to ever exist, right? It was the big thing that there, Square Enix was like, this is the third fight. You're going to be like, wow, holy fuck. I didn't you know, know it was going to be like this. Um, eh, for me... I thought you being serious for a second. No, uh, for me, it didn't turn out that way. Uh, I, I don't think that it no. turned out that way. I mean, no. the positive is it wasn't just 
a static boss on the side of the arena, right? Mm -hmm. But it was a lot more straightforward in that. I think it was easier to prog because it didn't just fuck the rest of your party if you messed up. Yeah. yeah. You'd still kill somebody if you messed up, but stack, spread, raid wide AOE, buster, and like rinse, repeat. Um, I don't know about Todd and Momo or ha or even um, having the mechanic come up at like the one minute mark right after the powder mark. You too frosty. Like there's that there's a tank swap, right? Mm -hmm. And then and then he does like, okay, I'm going to do this element now. And I know it's just an introduction for the rest of the fight, but it's always the same spot every single time, no matter what. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would have liked a little bit more randomness to it. I guess my my biggest complaint and the other fights, they did this pretty good. This one was like, here's the same thing. It's just going to keep happening. And they just kept doing the same thing over and over and over again for that fight. There was no real big variation. You had the little intermissions and yeah. that was it. But I think normal mode should be that. Like Savage should be a lot more random and you have to figure it out as you go. Normal mode's pretty nice to just have it be the same because you're going to be playing with new players to, that don't even raid, right? They're just going to do it because they're like, this is the new content. I'm going to do this. Sure, but they decided that this was the only one they're going to do it on. Right? <laughs> the, the third turn. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, let's do some, because this would be good for the first fight, you know? <laughs> Back to the old, same old situation. Like, oh, this would have made a good first fight. Because uh, it, it, hmm. I, I will be honest, learning the fight, I was overwhelmed. I, I saw it, and I was like, how the fuck am I going to remember all these different things and everything else? But after you see it, it, it's, I don't know, there's just not really much to it. Really I'm not gonna lie even progging it you didn't have to be strict right you're like okay we're gonna get knocked to this side of that side but then there's like 15 seconds to get to the right side if we messed up we didn't even pay attention to this fact that like the the red and blue portals on the second set for like shifting skies that they were static we just adjusted every time who cared yeah and we just all right here's a tether this way here's a tether this way let's just do what it's showing us you didn't have to be very strict and that was cool I guess, but farming it, it's a little boring because you're just going to do the same thing every time. You do have to fix your burst timings around, though, because you're like, all right, we have this timing on this window. Um, you know, let's take Paladin, for example, right? You're like, all right, well, if I don't do an early confiti or I'm not getting one before the boss goes away, I'm going to miss that one entirely. Or if you're on yeah. Dark Knight, you're like, all right, well, if I if I pop my Living Shadow later, I'm just losing time on it because it's just not going to be there. But I can't save it because I'm going to lose a use entirely, so i got to find right. out a way to get this out earlier. It's just little things like that that make you think, and then you're like, all right, well, I'm going to get three potions. There's a four-minute one, but I could just use it at four and a half minutes with everybody else. We could delay for 30 seconds, line up our burst. It'll come up for the end of the fight before people have to do heavy healing, and just little things like that where you're like, where is it best for the party? Yeah. I mean, that's fun, uh, but you do that with, like, I guess not every fight you do that, but, I mean, you, a lot of If it's of a dummy fight, it's not bad. You just save it for six minutes to use it there. But yeah. in, in a fight like this with downtime, you kind of got to make choices, and that's the fun part about it, but other than that, it's... Hmm. I don't know, I think it's kind of boring. Okay. Todd, what's your thoughts on 11? Um, I think I think I have the most success, I guess, in Party Foundry <laughs> with this one. It's, I think it's, like, the fastest... Like we'll get through mm -hmm. most of the time. Like I, we struggle the most with like nine and ten, and then just making a group for twelve. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, like yeah, what they're yeah. saying, it's pretty straightforward. Like once you once you learn it, you're like, okay, well, it's I just the small so things that I beat this fight in six hours uh, in Party right. Finder, which is right fairly good considering nine was like twenty, ten was like twenty. 
Uh, and mm-hmm. I mean, this is including getting parties disbanding, getting parties mess up a couple mechanics, you know, little things just constantly. Like it's RNG when you go into it. But this fight was fairly straightforward. I could progress <laughs> and say, "Oh, I saw this. Well, I guess I'll progress on this next time." And it was fairly, fairly easy. Um, I mean, I do every once in a while. I do like just having not a boss to attack. I know not everybody likes that, but every once in a while, I'm kind of like, yeah, I could use a, a little bit of a break. Uh, for That's a dangerous for me. My gun time is... Because it'll, it allows me to remelt and change foods for more or less GCDs between phases. <laughs> it allows me to place troops in the stream readers. <laughs> I, think, I think the downtime in E11 is really good because it's not like... So I think downtime is actually good in fights because yeah, one, it makes optimizing them interesting because it fucks with the rotation. Two... As long, I think downtime's good as long as it, it's interesting, right? The thing with E3, my issue with E3 downtime was that it was really boring, right? The you really didn't, you didn't really you just your pulled your much. lilies, used all your lilies there, and then you did a one minute reopener for everybody yeah. else. Yeah, for E7, at least the first one, you know, you have to pay attention to what color it is, and then get knocked back to the spot, and then do your tethers and stacks, and then dodge the cleaving, uh, fan creds or whatever, and then Sunder Sky, you have a lot more going on as well and there's three this time on top of a holy and fire tether mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it keeps things interesting whereas e3 e7 kind of kind of not it's kind of just sitting no, there no uh i will say again a lot of this fight was scary to see like not knowing the fight yet but once mm-hmm. you actually go in and do it it's like the brain dead for sundered sky it just the fight's done you you don't think about yep. it at all right you have a couple of motions like oh i go to this way mark then okay it's time to move to back the wall. <laughs> uh all right oh, let me make and sure use your sure cast at arm's length that yeah. fight is quite literally protein spot the fight oh yeah. i don't use as long <laughs> as you remember your protein spot you're good yeah that's right I, but I they, they use that too often in fights i feel like protein's oh, yeah. in every single fight now oh yeah at especially some this tier especially this tier yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's like a thing that I really hate, but I mean, it's it is true they do use it a lot. It's uh, basically it's basically what stacks are now, right? It's like a fundamental raid mechanic. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the problem with that is, like Todd mentioned earlier, most of the time in a static, it's not going to be an issue because you just have the same spots. But the problem is when you have four people join a party and they all had that one spot and they uh, don't want to or know how to adjust, right. even though the arena is no. symmetrical, mm-hmm. and they just can't do it. Right. And like Todd said earlier, somebody left what? Somebody left one of your parties, right? Because they, they couldn't get their spot. Yeah. yeah, that was that was nine, but uh with with eleven I've I've seen people um not be able to adjust to the boss like if it's pointed south. They look at their marker only. They can't go back to their like the relative spot. Mm-hmm. Or, or you'll have, we have to alternate DPS and then another roll, DPS and another roll. But also I'm a black mage, so I have to have my ley line, so I need to have southeast, so melee has to go up front. Mm-hmm. So it's I will, really annoying. I will say, going back to nine, <laughs> tanking that, I always do everything I can to face some north and just don't give a fuck if they say, oh, is it boss relative or not? Well, it's always north, you know? <laughs> We're just going to do that. And no matter what, it flips the boss around, it does some other shit. But man, you guys are great players, but you are not party finder like progress. <laughs> The, the people they, they <laughs> a lot of it. people are learning boss relative they're getting better at it it's just taking time mm-hmm. yeah, and i true. think that that in large is part to you know good raiders getting into party finder you flood the party mm-hmm. with people who are relative and then only one person has to learn what that means it's going to be easier for them to piece that together it's true 
It's true. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think, and I mean, some people have told me they had different experiences. I think we saw in chat a second ago that some people have taken like two weeks to clear E11S and it was a much harder fight for them, but. Right. Yeah. Just like a heal check or whatever, or like things that aren't in their control, right? I think definitely the DPS check at the end and the cycles, because like you said, with Sundered, it's brain dead, but some people don't still don't do it like that. So then they'll just nuke the party. Half the party's gone. Mm. And and now it, now it's a struggle to clear. It could yeah. be really hard. I mean, you're just trying to find people who know how to go to a spot and understand what the brain dead mech is, and then it's done. Uh, and it's usually pretty easy to explain. Like you said, there's toolboxes and stuff out there that you can just easily just show them real quick in chat, and they can copy paste and throw it into a browser. And if they're not on a PlayStation, I guess, uh, and actually figure out what they need to do pretty quick. Um, mm -hmm. The man, I don't know. Like, I guess I I did get stressed out after the mist the fog portion like when you're in the last part of it uh a couple times when we're doing it because i'm like man i better remember my one two three combo on what the element is uh, it's, but it's <laughs> oh did you ever bad. end up in the situation where you're like all right we have the light cleave so the other tank's gonna come up with me and now i have to move to the side and i moved a second late and now i have a damage down mm -hmm. or things like that like oh, a yeah. lot of people will do that or get hit by i think that that's where it becomes hard that's where people start failing the check or dying because you can't you can't mess that up as like a physical range you just don't have the hp for it if you're progging and you don't have gear right right um, and frosty you've mm -hmm. probably done this in 11 uh like if you're if you're the off tank yourself you probably peel off the boss a little bit for the the lightning the spreads so you don't end up clipping a melee that doesn't quite give you enough room mm-hmm mm -hmm. Yeah, you have yeah. to. You can I I died. One, yeah. I think that I actually did that on E9s with the Proteans. Is that I was just too much in the boss and I died because I was just too much into the boss. And so from then I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm just max melee or whatever else." Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly where your fingers at. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was a little, a little like, mm, right? I was like, "Whoa, what are you showing me, buddy?" <laughs> well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot to change the arena when we got to this fight. Oh, that's okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> I do, I do want to talk about the. Uh, so let's talk about the tank buster for this fight because it is a little interesting, I suppose, uh, with the fact that you're like, okay, tank buster happens now. The off tank has to worry about, or whoever is now the off tank now has to worry mm -hmm. about positioning and where they're standing and everything else. It's a nice little flavor. I'm glad that they're trying different things and it does add to different. Uh, different things you have to do but as a paladin going in was it was it heavens whatever the the four the books Tur the turn of the heavens turn of the heavens mm -hmm. yeah uh you know you hallowed ground and you just go into where the bad spot is and you, <laughs> you just you, sit in the <laughs> you don't have but as, as a warrior or a dark knight you really got to learn how to time that to get to the group if you're doing it that way yeah yeah that's true uh gun breakers and paladins they just kind of eh, whatever yep. i think uh, the last time we saw that mechanic was well, we've probably seen it since then. Well, we saw it on on um, what was his name, the serpent, at the end of Stormblood. Uh, who came after Suzaku? Oh, no, 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 no! I don't remember his name, but he did it. He did the he did the tank swap. Ah, uh, Sirio, Sirio, the snake. Oh, Sirio, yeah, yeah. He had, he had the force tank swap, and then before that, you had Nail in the original T nine. Right, would do the Raven's Beak, and then you'd have the the Explosion Buster later, uh, where mm -hmm. you had to just be away from the party. Mm -hmm. um, so it's nice that they're bringing that back, and it kind of makes you work mitigation around, right? And speaking on that, I would definitely say mitigate the first hit and then invuln the second hit, 
especially if you're a Dark Knight Warrior or Gunbreaker, because there's no reason that you should shoot yourself to one HP and then have to be healed up only to go back down again. So I was messing around with it, and I'm pretty sure, unless if I just have really good healers, Rampart covers both the Tank Buster hit and the uh, yes the, the explosion. Yeah. But you have to do it yep. Yep. exactly. But you can't Sentinel both. You can't Sentinel both, yep. but you can Rampart both of them. Uh, and yep. for me, it's Sheltron both of them too. Uh, so like I can basically get 40% mitigation or whatever on, uh, both of those mm -hmm. hits and it's not too big of a deal, but it's exact timing. Like you have to yep. hit it with that one second left on there. I think for it to work. And uh, it is a magical buster that gives you a physical vuln. So you have to tank swap or the auto detonates it. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. So anything else about E11S you guys want to hit up on? I mean, for me, it's just such a straightforward fight. I didn't feel. I, I am sad. I am sad that they didn't actually. I'm glad they added voice to it, but I'm sad that they didn't make it more mechanically challenging. And they didn't make that. They didn't keep their word on it being the big bad third boss fight like they said they would. But mm. maybe it was because the DPS check was tight and the ending healing was like the cycles from Voidwalker that gave it the artificial difficulty. But once you get gear, it's not a problem. I think the music was great, but the music yeah. in this tier overall was pretty you know good. The, the aesthetic was nice too. E is there a tier? I mean, where you're like, oh man, the music sucked. Seven. I didn't care for Midgard, but I didn't Midgard? care for Midgard as a fight. Okay. okay. Oh, any fight that has Force Your Way, Todd Force Your Way. Here again. No, I, I never. You can see song. the fury in his eyes. It's reused too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fate Breaker was pretty cool. Obviously, I'm partial because I'm a Gunbreaker, so I thought it was cool that they turned a Gunbreaker into a boss. Um, and the voice acting is cool because you can like, kind of like, you know, improv and add Mad Lib it a little bit. Um. <laughs> But it gets a little boring. And sometimes, like that, and then Eden's Promise, especially with the voice, voice acting, is really hard sometimes in Prague. It was hard to hear my my team over the voice acting that was happening. So I turned the voice down to, like, two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I keep it pretty low anyways. But, yeah, I, I feel like... I wonder, I wonder if they make the voice acting... Like, can you say it a little bit like this so we could maybe make it sound like whore... Or could you say a little bit like this? Yeah. Like, Hibachi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like taco, you know, just just maybe a little bit, you know, ah. Uh, Probably. Yeah. Probably. You think they're over there in the voice acting booth and they're just like, yeah, just change it. Just change it. Just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> they like have a perfect enunciation the first time. And they're like, we're going to need a do-over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chew on this marshmallow while you say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Momo, do you have anything else on E11 that you want to talk about? You feel like we're good? No, I mean, like you said, E11's a pretty straightforward fight. I do think when they said they were talking about the wall, I'm pretty sure they're referring to the more average player because there is a lot of RNG in that fight. I'm pretty sure, like, actually everything, everything in that fight is actually RNG outside the first set of Turn of the Heavens. I don't think they understand what the yeah. average player has issues with. I mean, this you would be really surprised good, that turn of the actually. heavens right after Sundered, right? Mm -hmm. People mess that up a lot when you have like stack spread and they just don't know. Yeah, <laughs> there's I mean, a lot of RNG, so. and then actually it's the same with E10 too. I think this tier, what it's really good at doing, even in E9, um, it kind of makes you think differently than a traditional fight. I feel like radio awareness. E10. Yeah, like the or way environmental you think awareness. Mechanic. Well, just the way you think of mechanics, right? Like that that slash, you know. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like every every top in group actually had players who 
struggled with that mechanic a bit, right? Because you never really had to think of it that way before. At the least... left right cleave, you mean for the shadow cleave? Yeah, like the that... shadow. Yeah, yeah. We I think all eight of us understood it a different way by the time we solved the uh-huh. mechanic. Like everybody's <laughs> brain works differently for that mechanic. So it's like some people like for me, for example, the way I saw it is I always face my clone true north, right? And I use that. Some people do it based off yep. like I, I did the same way. Or they'll do like a clockwise, counterclockwise, the way the, the tail's yeah. coming out. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. I mean, I, I look at the boss. I try to get an angle where I'm seeing the back of the boss, and then I see which way, and that way I know to left or right. Then I imagine my hand. Like, I pick up my hand. I'm like, this is where I'm leaving, <laughs> right? <laughs> you got the L's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, all right. And I, I put a lot of tense, like intensity, like in this hand. I'm like, it's the left cleave. And then I look and I line myself up. I'm like, this is where my tail is. All right, I'm cleaving this way. And then you have I a prop sword in that hand too. Yeah, and you're... Just... Mm. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have them just hanging around? Yeah, no. Uh, um, yeah. But yeah, that's... that's... I, I feel like the issue with average players in this game is coordination and working with other players. I don't feel like it's mechanics. I feel like it's no, just 100%. Uh, the, the coordination. And I feel like 9 and 10 has that more than 11. So if they wanted to add difficulty, they would add difficulty by adding things that people have to coordinate more with. Um, well, I don't necessarily think so because like mm-hmm. 11, the reason I think that is because like it's not scripted. I mean, it's scripted, but it's not, right? Because each pattern in that fight is so vastly different in a sense. Like, the, I mean, they're all similar, but they're all, like, very different at the same time, right? Like, light is much different than fire, right? Mm-hmm. Um, right, but much easier to execute than tiles. Yeah. And then, well, tiles is, uh, I mean... It is still tiles... a buddy-type mechanic. And sometimes people will try to pair up. If it's the, if it's the stack set, they'll try to buddy up on the same tile. Like the range will come in and the melee will move over and they'll just die. Mm-hmm. But this is this is I guess talking strictly from like pugs playing with each other. Yeah, I think I mean, eleven's a little bit more straightforward. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. still random, like you said, completely. But I do think it's a little bit easier for them to comprehend because in in that essence, what they're playing with each other, right? They're not playing. They're playing. They're not playing with the arena. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Keep going, Red. Let's keep going. <laughs> Go on. Uh, they're not, no, they're so not playing a, with, the, with the arena they're playing with the players yeah. so 11 yeah that, when we're talking about 11 I look at those mechanics and I'm like a tank so I say alright well when this mechanic happens I do this and if I you know I mess up then it's on me I'm not going to kill anyone else I'm, it's everyone else having to do their own thing and doing that mechanic I mean when you have to stack together yeah you can kill each other <laughs> good image timing um, but I mean like I feel like in 11, you have your own little world you can stay in. But in, like, 9, you have to watch what they're doing with the tiles. In, like, uh, 10, you're supposed to kind of, I guess, watch them and see if they mess up on the cleaves and stuff. You can kind of work with that. And um, it, it requires people to work together. Uh, I don't feel like 11 really has that as much. I, I just don't. Uh, yeah. So- like, like you, would, you wouldn't care if a healer in a range missed their stack. As long as the person with you yeah, stacks with you, I, right? Yeah, because we would have done it correctly, yeah. But somebody else cleaves improperly, and suddenly you have a damage down. Everybody does. No. Uh, anyways, anyways. Then we get to 12, right? 12. Right. Uh, and as of this airing, like right now, as we're live here, I haven't cleared t- 12 myself. Um, so I'm just letting you all know. 
I have. Spent, but you cleared the first part. I've cleared the first part last night after seven hours of waiting in Party Finder, getting in, losing people, going out, coming back, having fucking the worst <laughs> uh, experiences. And this is just one day. And it's I've been, been doing this for weeks, two weeks of doing Party Finder. And I just got into P2 uh, last night. And when we got into it, I got up to. We were able to struggle our way to Triple Apocalypse. Uh, so we, we got there somehow. All the mechanics seem pretty straightforward in P2. The only thing that I have to like brush up on, I was telling you guys, is the Double Apocalypse and Triple Apocalypse. All the other ones are just kind of mapped out and straightforward. The relativities, they don't have a lot of issues to them. Um, and I feel like the group stacks are very generous. Mm-hmm. Very generous. Uh, Absolutely. So it, it, it's not too big of a deal as long as everybody kind of knows what they're doing in there and kind of puts it together. Again, they're kind of you, you're doing your own thing in there. You have a, a, a role and you say, hey, I go in there. If I have this debuff, I stand this way here, here, and here. You have your own directions you follow and you, you're fine. Um, mm-hmm. P1, so going into this fight. Party Finder, and I was saying this before the show, they don't know what mitigation is. They just don't, they don't, they don't know. That's true. They don't, they, really they don't, don't know they have these defensive abilities, man. They don't. And like, are we going to use Samba or Fate Addle? Yeah. Addle, oh, you need it. Uh, they're like, hey, could you use Addle here? It's like, oh, well, you know, I, I did this other one. Do you need it here too? Fucking just, why don't you just use it? Well, you want me to faint the buster? Why? Why? You have it available, and you're like, oh, man, a lot of AoEs happening here. I, do I well, have it's not anything? a learning party. It's a clearing party. It yeah. doesn't matter. What, it could be fucking... <laughs> it could be, like, fresh prog, or it could be clear party. They do the exact same thing. You get just as far every single time, man. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. We I mean, spent in a party last night with Todd, what, four, four hours? Yeah. Five hours? That was with wild. eight players who have done the fight? And we yeah. didn't get past P1 till the end. No. No, it just happens. It's a mess. Like sometimes, like, what would you rather join? Like, you see, PF two PFs listed. It's like seven out of eight clear for one, or maybe five out of eight a duty complete party. Like, which one? Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> you might have better luck with that clear for one. So, so my my perspective here, I, I think this is a good fight. I feel like this overall, I'm happy with the fight. I think is great, but. <laughs> Something needs to be fixed with Party Finder and like the the mentality <laughs> of players, the uh, healers the, and patients. The the average casual player, something needs to be done to make them not as as bad. Because uh, I spent so much time uh, trust. studying Use and trust. researching. Uh, trust, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have them go in there with trust. Go in with four people and then trust. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but I, I gotta say, I do like things that I like about this fight, right? I do like the elemental combos. I think this nice little thing that they throw in that you have to just learn and figure out. You learn it from normal, though. All the elemental combos you know in normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you go into this one, you have an understanding of what they are. You can kind of make sense out do of it. Do you? Did you pay attention in normal? Or did, did you just think the arena was really cool and you just... Yeah. <laughs> Made it eight minutes in, and then and then you showed up into E twelve with your relic weapon from Bozja, and yeah, <laughs> you think yeah. you're gonna get by. This sounds like a personal experience here. <laughs> I, I've had a number of people DM me. They're like, "So what melds do I put in the Gunbreaker relic for E 12 And I'm like, 
<laughs> you put whatever gets you through Emerald Weapon and you get that. Yeah. Then you go into E12. Unless if you're doing World First, get the Emerald Weapon. Why? Why would you? You're not using the Relic in World First. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, at least a crafted weapon. They're not that expensive, right? Yeah, you get the crafted weapon. They're pretty straightforward. But I mean, at this point, everyone should just have Emerald Weapons. They're easy to get. It's whatever. Uh, you get through that yeah. fight and you're done. Um, I, I want to ask you guys. I have so many things to say on this fight because I've had 40 hours of it recently in the last couple of weeks. Could you guys tell me your thoughts on E12S? Just do you like it? Do you think it's a good fight? Do you think it's a bad fight overall? Um, I mean, I like it, and and I think Phase Two is actually kind of fun. I mean, it's I think it's easier. Uh, mm -hmm. It's just I just like getting there and just seeing all the little teleports. But yeah, Phase One can be be rough, uh, certainly in Party Finder. But overall, I I really like the. Mm -hmm. Okay, Momo. Yeah, no, I think it's good. It's definitely a lot of fun. Uh, it has the MNF syndrome where the last two minutes of the fight are just kind of existing. Like, there's really nothing there. They're just there to like pad yeah. the fight length so you don't skip lions or something when mm. you have like best in slot. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's fine because I think you kind of need that there regardless. So you don't end up actually skipping all the mechanics at best in slot. Yeah. But yeah. in terms of. Prague, I think it was a good fight, especially. I mean, as a he, it's kind of hard to say because, like, some people don't like it because they're DPS, but as a healer, I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, mechanics, a lot of fun to figure out, a lot of fun to execute. I still enjoy uh, doing door boss, even, even now. It's something I like actually like. Oh, hey, you know, I'm I can't wait to do door boss this week because it's actually fun to execute or fun to do. Uh, and also the music in that fight syncs up really well with the mechanics which i love fights like that where you can actually use the mechanics to sync with the music and execute them that way and the so, fights feel better like that yeah i i think i know the answer but are you guys happy there's a door boss back that they brought it back? absolutely i think, I think so. it's a huge that, divide yeah. though between yeah. people that love it and hate it I love even it. in my team like it doesn't give loot it's shit it's just there to get past i'm like well would you want a 17 minute fight where you'd have to do it every time if you wipe or uh yeah yeah, but I just think, I, of, I think of Shiva like with, as a door boss. You, know, you just have to get through that light rampant one well, time. It, it's just a little bit of a different fight, and they can do different things because it's a different boss, right? So mm -hmm. I, I like it, and I like the fact that you can't skip light um, lions, yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, the, or anything those before two that. Are kind of required. I feel like every fight is padded. Like, that's the thing with Remu, right? If you think about it in a sense, like every the reason why fights have those like really long enrages and i feel like people don't really think about it this way but they say that pad the fight link so you don't actually skip mechanics right because if they didn't add that like imagine if they didn't add that to remove right like let's say the fight ends right after that chain lightning you'd skip you'd probably kill like what uh i don't know well like look skip black skipping black smokers what you skipped um neverwhere from neo x death there's like so many mechanics that you that you skipped and they were really cool but then you just never or even what Alexander Prime? People were mm -hmm. skipping that's what Void of Repentance. Up. Yeah, so like week one. <laughs> like that's why um, they added. That's why they add those long periods of enrages, is so that right it doesn't end up skipping later on. And it's I'm not a bad thing to do. Yeah, like I think it's good. Uh, I think that if they're going to do that, though, they need to. Uh, I mean, I guess it's a bit of controversial, but I feel like if they're going to do that, then they need to make the fights a bit longer. Like I think E nine was really E five E five was really good, right? Because 
it's basically a nine minute fight, right? Like that's pretty standard. And then it goes up to like ten thirty or something for the enrage. Yeah. I think that's great. That that's probably like one of the best designs they can do because it feels like an actual fight, but you also just have uh a bunch of like time to waste away. <laughs> I think Yeah, every fight last year had at least three potions, even after a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, which was really so cool. E six or E six was a weird one because that was E6 like E six became short. If you if yeah. you saw the mechanics after Conflag, the fight became much longer in Party Finder because people died. Mm. If you didn't see it, yes. great. <laughs> but as soon as you had to do Next. that rotate right towards the end, where the the mm -hmm. DPS and tanks that had to move away it. from each other after it was it was over. But this this tier is very short, which makes it nice to prog with people, but also kind of does like that. Like the last two minutes sucks. But what are you going to do otherwise, right? They're going to give us hard mm -hmm. mechanics that we wouldn't see. Mm -hmm. Although terminal relativity in Oracle of Darkness is a nice solution, right? It's just a fucking heal fest mm -hmm. um, and mitigation fest. And if you miss something, you're dead. And then as you get geared, you can kind of stop healing as much in between because you notice you stay full for some hits. But um, skipping that's not really a big deal, right? Because you're just skipping damage. Yeah, that's an array. It's a soft array, just not a big deal. It's kind of what E9 was, or keeps E9, E5 was too. Just a bunch of judgment bolts that hit really hard back to back to back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, involved like you like trying to pay syndrome. attention. Yeah, because you had to pick up an orb for some, and then some you didn't. So I guess uh, the one thing they they made this like the final 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 boss. That it was mm -hmm. a decisive final boss, as in it brought in Shiva's stuff. It brought in Titan. It brought in like uh, stuff from other fights. I mean, it it just like kind of put it together it's like here you go here's the raid tier in this last fight it felt a little bit like that uh do you feel like that's a good way to go i feel like that was a pretty cool way to end it off uh for the raid tiers this expansion but i don't know how you guys feel about it yeah i mean i yeah. i think this fight's a great swan song right because there are going to be people mm -hmm. who are going to do this who might not have raided the first two tiers and gotten to do savage of them and now you get to kind of get the best of all worlds mm-hmm I think it's I think it's really really cool. And if you did the previous um, tiers, you come into this one and you're like, "Hey, I have experience. I feel like I'm a knowledgeable raider because I know about yellow triangle and you know so on." And oh, you see that Junction Titan executed properly, and you're like, "Yes, that yeah. looks really cool." You see Shiva executed, and you're like, "Oh man, lights ramping all over again." They just they just drove an icicle. What if they had heart. to raise platforms for that? <laughs> Dude, yeah. Shiva Junction is scary still every, every time it's shiva not, in yeah. general shiva in general yeah. is scary. gift that keeps on giving every single <laughs> mechanic that involves shiva like if we start out the fight and you're like man i hope i get time no it's a 90 percent chance you're getting shiva right you gotta you gotta get that in there i mean i guess it's okay uh because you have to deal with shiva later in the fight no matter what uh where you have to do the spray do though, smile Skip it, forehead. I'm party finder. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> so uh, I kind of I'm happy to get that because if people don't got it right at the beginning of the fight, they might not get it right at the end of the fight. And so we can go ahead and test that real quick. Uh, and man, I've I've been killed by so many range players running right into the boss. Why do you run into the boss? <laughs> Spread if rearranged. Or or the icicles at the last moment that Tether will right into you oh my god somebody will adjust and just walk it right yeah in. i don't i don't when, i don't stay near the boss as a tank on that i am i'm at the wall i'm gonna be honest even at the wall you'll be surprised you'll see an unavant just right past you or like oh like an astro would sprint and just right. sorry and later 
<laughs> as ninja, like if if you're not delaying anything, <laughs> right at icicles, there's a Tenchi Gen there, and like some range just gets right near you, expecting you to move because you're melee. And I'm like, I I can't. <laughs> like, please that, don't. So my favorite thing, <laughs> and I, I was watching Zeno stream, and he said it too, mentioning that since I'm a tank, if I move into a spot and you move on top of me during the slide, the icicles. I'm not moving. You're going to die you and win. I'm going to live. <laughs> so that's one of my favorite things. Yeah. Yep. There's uh, some really nice uptime you can keep with the tanks on the slide. If you slide to the, so you have, you have the safe spots on the, um on the circles that you go to. And if you slide to the side of it, you mm. could just gap close in after and you won't get hit by the AOE on the outside. Mm. Um, Which is a big shout out to Bongo Cat for, for showing and how to execute that and that it's doable. It's really, really mm. nice. And then obviously if you're a ninja, you could just Shikuchi to the safe spots. It's really Oh yeah. Nice that's broken them. there. It's so good. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, I also think that those 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 plunging icicles are kind of a nice homage because there's a lot of Final Fantasy VIII hints in this raid expansion, right? Mm -hmm. And um, when this everybody thought this fight was going to be like Ultimisia, right? And then we ended up getting Eden's Promise, and um, and then we got Oracle of Darkness, who is like got a little bit of identity stuff going on, which is kind mm -hmm. of like an Adea theme. But in in Final Fantasy VIII, like she ends up shooting an icicle through Squall, and I'm like, that's the perfect mechanic to pull from Shiva. Because mm -hmm. it's a nice little, nice little homage. Oh, but, you're right. Uh, Holy, oh my god! Yeah, I think about that. <laughs> Final Fantasy VIII's awesome. <laughs> I, I I like it a lot. I haven't um, played it in so long, yeah. so I forgot a lot of things about it. Um, yeah, I thought that was really cool. When you're in the city, uh, right after you get out of the sewers and you get your carbuncle. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. So let's let's Shiva. I, I'm going to say this a billion times. Shiva is the real reason why there's any struggle in P1. It, it's honestly, that's it. Yeah. Titan's I mean, not bad. Titan's not mm -hmm. bad. I mean, the reason why statues can be sometimes be an issue is because people got past Shiva and they're like, whoa, what the fuck do I do now, right? <laughs> they just haven't yeah. seen it enough. <laughs> they, just, <laughs> they just forget about these other mechanics that happen later in the fight. Um, same thing with lions. It is the e All right, I, I don't want to say this. Figuring it out was difficult. I, I'm sure of it. Progging it, you guys have that perspective, right? Even mm -hmm. progging it, we came up with some decent uptime. Mm -hmm. Like, we didn't come up with the full uptime like they have now, but I don't know. You guys probably did the same thing, Momo, where you got enough uptime where, like, the tether players don't really have to move. But the big lions did. But it wasn't none of this, like, go to the wall and face them out. That didn't have to be a thing, ever. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. There's a lot of different strats for lions, and, and they're all pretty good, I would mm -hmm. say. They're all pretty good. And, and Party Finder can adapt to them pretty nicely. The markers are great, and they're pretty self-explanatory. Um, yep. Or you die to it a whole bunch, because people only ever get one set, and they don't get the other, and now they have to do it, and they die. Yeah, I mean, that's the issue. They rarely that's see a, lions. That's a big reason. That's a big reason, yeah. That's a huge yep. proc stopper, I think. Especially, yeah, that was the same thing in Titan, right? Like, you kind of have to know what each color does. And mm. When we were progging at lions. first for lions, I think, I think tanks and healers got the same mechanic like five times in a row. And then we finally got the other set, and we were past the mechanic at that point. We're like, we got mm -hmm. the other set and just died immediately. And people were like, fuck. Yeah, we, <laughs> we were actually under the assumption. We were under the assumption that it was, you could never be double blue on tanks and healers, and then like pull ten or something past Titan Jail. Insane. We're like, wait, both healers and tanks just got blue. We got we fortunate like, and got that like the first time. Oh <laughs> so, yeah, like, okay. that's like that's yeah, that's really lucky. So yeah, thankfully I, it didn't take too long though, but. So I always sneak north, to be honest with you, dude, every single time. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm just going to be as far north as possible. So it's not even logical for me to go the other way. And the other person has to adjust to go south. 
Yep. Uh, yep. I try. I try to do the same thing. You pop sprint up and you get it over there, and you're like, I'm just gonna. Yeah. She's like kind of watch what they're doing. Yeah. 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 Because uh, I mean, they, they're like, oh, what's the priority? It's like whoever's closer. That's it. Yeah. And... Well, that that's the logical decision, right? It's like yeah. Thornton. You would never cross somebody mm-hmm. if it didn't make sense to. You're like, all right, well, this person's clearly gonna be next to that marker already. Why would I go there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you'll still find people in Party Finder who will do that because, like, I always go south. Yeah, I've heard that line many I times. I always go south. It's like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's we always my have tanks spot. Go south. I'm like, you always have tanks go south. If you if you not ran into yes. that situation, <laughs> yes, I've never seen it done another way. <laughs> it's like, uh, but I, I don't know. Time time was pretty straightforward, and I, I feel the thing is that like the most deaths that happened during Titan is like right before, like in Nerven Fury when we were like, well, I guess we don't got mitigations right. And someone just dies to the AOE and that's just it. Um, I do, man, I, I feel like I have P1 like ingrained in my brain. Like I don't even think about it anymore. I just kind of do it. Um, and I don't know what I don't even know what to really say about it because I feel like everything in that fight is easy. It's just people can't get the mitigation right to see all the mechanics, and so then they get freaked out at the later mechanics, and that's all it is. I, I think ease of difficulty is a little subjective too on how you process the mechanics, right? If you're really good at radial awareness and just kind of like piecing how something's going to look like, you're like, all right, well this this icicle is going to shoot through this way, and that icicle, that person's. For whatever reason, they're not shooting it through the boss. They're off at an angle, so now i got to make this adjustment to compensate. Like, do your best to try to shoot it through her so mm-hmm. that you're not like covering her whole hitbox because people are trying to keep up time or trying to just do what seems logical. And just there are players who will not pay attention to that at all. They're so, just like, I'm safe. I don't know about everybody else. <laughs> that's Party Finder, man. It's like, what do it I is. have to do? Not what do I do to affect other people? It's like, how do I stay alive? How do I you know, keep my things going? And they don't think about what they're doing and how it interacts with the other players. But, but this tier introduced a lot of that, right? They, I think they tried to push people towards pay attention to your team. And they're like, no, yeah. I'm just going to kill them. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and that's how it turns out, man. I, I, I do hope. I do hope that Party Finder gets better. Um, I... Last night, I had the hardest time finding a healer. I don't think healers want to do E12S. And they just... Yeah. They don't queue up. I've waited for hours. Healers are in a serious shortage, I think, for a long time now. This year was cool, like Momo said, to heal prog. But healing farm is a much different story. And if you've got a fight on farm and other people don't... like, So... You mess up a mechanic, you give the team a damage down, right? So now I've got a damage down, and I have to res your ass because you just fucked up. So now I'm being punished twice for something you did. And then in E12, I've got to compensate because you already said it, Frosty. You're not going to use your mitigation. So now I have to pray that you live. And then I have to use personal mid on myself just to make sure I live because I know that I'm going to survive to raise you. And Black Mages are really popular this tier. And double melee still in Party Finder instead of having like a caster that can res with a black mage. So now it's like, well, it's just me and this other healer. And if they fucking die, I don't know. No, I, and I can't I run best in walk. slot because best in slot's got no fucking piety. So if I'm going into Party Finder, I'm putting on my other gear and I'm going to fucking pray and save Swiftcast and maybe I'm going to enjoy myself and maybe I'm just going to be miserable. And I feel like that's the conundrum that we sit in. Uh, yeah. There's a black mage. I always lock the last slot to res, a res mage. There's no <laughs> question about it. Yeah. You have to. 
Like you're just kind of because they will mess clear up. Party not having a battle raise in a clear party is just you just yeah. waste so much time potentially. And in Prague too, like there there are statics that yeah. Prague without a without a res mage, and that's really hard. I don't know why you would do that, especially in E12, right? Because if somebody dies, and I don't know if you had this problem too, Momo, if somebody dies to triple APOC, you can't really afford to res them. Like your res mage has to do it, or you're gonna go dry. Like I was using ethers for the final enrage. I was a scholar, um, so I don't really have too much issues there. Mm, we were an Astro, we were a scholar mage. or Astro actually, so yeah, we had like plenty of MP. I don't know how white mage was though. Uh, we had we had white mage Astro, and I would go dry towards the end if I had to res. Usually Being dry sucks, man. Being dry sucks. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so that's true. Uh, once you get past P1, and my only experience is from last night, uh, and watching again hours and hours of footage to to map it out in my head and sit there like I would have my cell phone, I would take my cell phone and I'd put like in front of my keyboard and mouse, like at work, right, mm-hmm. uh, at the office, and I'm, I'm watching it, and then I have my my mouse, and my keyboard, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna move just like the, all right, this is what I would need to do when I see this mechanic, right? And I just kind of like I I went it's hardcore great. because the thing is, is if I had a chance to get the P2. I didn't want to waste it. I wanted to get everything I could out of it. Um, and I wanted to. Man, I wanted to so badly to just join a fucking clear group and just say, screw it. You know what? I, I know what seen... I'm doing. Yeah. Just, just yeah, just lie. This is my ult. Yeah, my ult. Yeah. This is my ult. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> this is my ult. And then when I mess up. <laughs> and like, do that. You know, when I mess up, it's like, oh, sorry, it's just a bad day today. I don't know what it is. You know, uh, I'm not really used to these strats. These strats are uh, much different I'm from what from, I learned. Uh, EU. I'm from uh, EU. I'm new to the uh, NA scene. <laughs> is that your EU voice? Okay, Kermit. What the fuck? But yeah, no, I mean. I wanted to do it, but I was like, I can't in my heart. But you know what? I may just and what? What if someone's like, oh, Frosty went in here and he fucking lied to us, and he said, I know it. I heard him on stream saying that he was going to do it, and he did it to our group. You also said you studied your ass off. Yeah, but it doesn't matter, you know, because what I'm going to do is make a fucking secret alt, and I'm just going to fucking do that strategy. Every party I join is a clear party. You know, I just juice as many mechanics as I can out of that, and then I fucking bounce, go to the next clear party. And just fucking do it. Change Afterwards, his name every clear. once in a while. You yeah. know, just, just fucking just be a, the the most horrible person possible. But when I get on Frosty, the Frosty Mogborn, I'm going to go in there. Oh, man, he's a pro. I was like, yeah, I've never done this before. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's the trick. That's the ticket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Party Finder has been driving me insane. And I guess it's not really, you know, the, the fights in general. It's just the... It's a 50-50. It's... It's fucking America, right? You got 50% like stupid shitheads, and the other 50% are good people, all right? And so you go into Party Finder, and it's 50-50. You kind of have that same thing, where you got like half... Is it even 50-50? I feel like maybe 25, because half half of those good people know not to go into Party Finder. I guess... Uh, fuck, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Look at your success rate. They're in clear Party Finder exactly. once. Me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Um, let's talk about P2 just a little bit here, and we can come back to my general rants and bullshit. Sure. Uh, but P2, this is where they bring back spell and waiting, which I think we're all kind of... What the... I don't know. That's really weird. I'm going to change it right away. There we go. That's that's more accurate. Perfect. Very good impression. Well, accounts, it doesn't make sense. 
man. Anyways, anyway, spell rating. Uh, I feel like they kind of, I don't know. I feel like it, it did justice here. It did justice. I mean, it's simple after you figure it out, but mm-hmm. they gave a pretty nice little puzzle to figure out for prog raiders, I would assume. You guys have experienced progging and trying to figure it out uh, without like having a guide or anything else. Uh, so how do you Prog, amazing. Prog was amazing. Figuring everything out and putting the puzzle together. And I felt like it got easier as you went. Like Basic was probably the harder one. Mm-hmm. Intermediate, there's couple ways to do it and then advanced like there's only one logical solution that really makes sense and it's it's the tps strat uh works really well with the arena with the ground you can use the effects um everything else in between a lot of healing planning mitigation out um definitely easier than p1 both in dps check and execution i think but the aesthetic awesome the music awesome made it really fun to farm and it's probably one of my favorite fights um just because of how it is and you watch the puzzles right you get frozen in intermediate relativity for example and you're like Mm -hmm. You hear somebody go, uh oh, and you're like, oh, oh what? And then That's nobody weird. dies. Oh, nobody <laughs> dies. And you're like, where was the suspense? <laughs> uh oh. <Yeah. laughs> but, but like Momo said earlier in the show, it is very much kind of like a dummy fight once once you've got the solution. Mm-hmm. Um, but progging it was really cool. And watching it execute is really fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good home run. I mean, in a, in a in a sense, right? It's kind of like a all right, we're finishing it off. Here's the stuff that you really complained about uh, about the spelling we're waiting. Enjoy it. Uh, the boss. The I remember FanFest and seeing the image of uh, that Gaia, and that was like the thing. It was like, oh, we got we got this person coming on, and they're gonna do this this art mm-hmm. here, and this is the the art for the boss. Cool. Where where is she? Right, and so you just you think about it for a while, and you're like, "Oh, well, I guess that's Gaia, kinda." You know, when you, when she comes up, and then you see the final raid boss, and you're like, "Okay, this is this is it." Hell yeah, uh, that's what I wanted. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Like when I no wanted more the first put out the uh, the playing, and we saw Gaia, and then for Eden, all we saw was a seed, like like a plant coming out of the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the final boss is Treden, yeah, <laughs> which is really <laughs> fucking cool. Treden, like fu- fully fledged. I think um, the fighting guy was fight. awesome. It was or Oracle. She said it was a good fight. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish you got the God Kafka treatment though. I kind of do wish they added another. Were uh, they repeat or? I just I wish they added like another uh, relativity to the end, and then had to do an enrage right after that. Mm. So would been, you like, want triple... terminal to still be the enrage, or would you want terminal to be before yeah, the like fight? The, so the, the terminal would still time. be in there. I just it would be right after that last relativity. What would that relativity be called? Super advanced. Advanced oh, uptime sure they could, relativity. They could do something, right? <laughs> uptime relativity. Oh yeah, uptime or my main time. issue with the last part is that it's just it's so short of a fight. Mm. Yeah, what is it? it eight really fifty feel... or something? You can't even use a third potion if you see enrage. Yeah, I'm not sure how the people feel, but definitely the door boss felt more satisfying to prog than the last boss did. Well, I mean, like I, I'll tell you, I appreciate it a lot uh, because after you get past the first one, you're like, okay. I, I have this one thing to figure out and it's not as much work at the end. Like you find the you finally find a group that gets you into it, then you're like, okay, maybe I can clear this fight. Maybe we Okay, can I got it. it. Yeah, we have They should all have had a mechanic time. called Utopia. <laughs> right? Utopia. Where where she summons everybody gets a Titan mechanic, like a blue or a stack or a spread. And you get the Shiva icicles targeting each player with a lion on each of you. And you have to position properly to either be stacked or spread and not get hit yeah. by each other's lions or Shiva icicles. 
Sure, um, we don't need that. Don't would have need... that would have added like a two Calm weeks down. of frog. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great, man. Yeah, it's ultimate now. <laughs> yeah, we'll see that. We'll see that Next in two expansion. years. No, four yeah. years. We'll see it. Yeah, four years. Um, the tank busters that they did here, it feels it's interesting, kind of how they implemented some of it because uh, at the first P one, it was. Just take take the other hit real quick and run away, so you actually get into that off tank main tank situation. Um, and it felt it felt kind of cool uh, because I I remember back in the day uh, it we it, that was really how it was done. It was always just main tank and off tank. Uh, people would consider it that way, but it kind of grew into this. Oh well, we're always going to force swap, and you're always going to have to have this tank deal with this part of the fight and this tank deal with this part of the fight. Um, but there's some neat stuff you can do being a support tank, which I think Paladin my, is kind of like that support tank, it feels like. Uh, it can do, do some pretty cool things. Although I wish cover fucking... It was, I, I wish it was still like <laughs> every fight had some use or something. I mean, you can do stuff with it, but it's like you don't I suspect need you to. can use cover. I mean, we haven't tested it, but I suspect you could use cover probably for the somber dance to cover a range who can go out and bait and be the furthest target. Maybe mm. for the jump. Well, the thing is, there's no point in doing that. But there's no reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Or the and we know the safe means. spots to get it done. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm sorry, Ren. I know I'm taking up all your, your time. No, here. no, no. It's totally fine. They just got home. So all the puppies are here. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Hero. <laughs> but, I, you know, going back. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Oh, there we go. She's sweet. on mom talk now. Oh, oh sweet. This yeah. is Hero. Nice man, he looks just calm and collective. Anytime I pick up my dogs, they're like, "Please put me down." No, he's chilling. It's raid time. Really? He loves this. Nice. Yeah. There you go, buddy. Um, but I think the tank busters, <laughs> yeah, with the jumps and everything else in P two, that was an interesting way to do it because it just changed it up a little bit. Uh, and it's easy to. Catch. They have to be more frequent. It's like Shiva, right? You just use your invuln. Yeah. Other tank uses their invuln. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's it. That's the thing with O twelve. The last part, there was really no tank damage in that in that in that Oracle fight. The autos like are had, okay. They're like what forty k. Yeah, but you never really feel. But it you use your cooldowns. The bosses, the boss is always casting, and the boss actually doesn't even auto during the relativities. At least the yeah. basic one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she does it during intermediate. I actually can't even tell because it doesn't really feel like she's doing anything. <laughs> like I honestly don't. It doesn't even feel like she's autoing sometimes. Yeah, the black halos um, could have been cool if they weren't just. Invoned, right? Yeah. Uh, and then the... Uh, I, I don't know. I, it's cool. I'm glad they're doing something. It's hard to figure out solutions, especially when you're in a, a tank healer DPS kind of the tr- tr- the sacred triad of MMOs and everything else and trying to find creative ways to deal with that. Um, mm-hmm. At least they're, they're doing stuff out there, and I appreciate it. Uh, but you really, as an off-take... You, what was it? I think a lot of people, at least on the JP servers, from what I've seen, off tank does nothing, except for you know. I think they get get a close hit at some point. I mean, e- even even a lot of groups in NA still have, like you said the off tank thing with the darkest dance, right? I'm assuming um, because you're on pallet and somebody pulls and then you take that hit, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But a lot of parties will still just have one person just you got it all, buddy. Yeah, it's all you. Uh, um, and, if and, you have like a warrior, the warrior can kind of like invuln both of the halos right i wonder if you could single tank e12s with a warrior and just like somehow make that work your close with... target will die 
because it can't pick both. It can't pick the same tank both. So you'd have to just resin. Well, maybe with enough shielding and shade shift, you can shield you can it. Do yeah, it. I'm pretty sure it doesn't do that much damage. Yeah, maybe so like 200k, right? Shade so, shift yeah. ninja tank. Yeah. yeah, you could actually shade shift venison. Let's go. I mean, and you could try one Fuck it. on me. Fuck it. It's a challenge. Yeah, let's go. All right. Why not? I mean, like it's, it seems Why completely not? possible, and you'd have more damage, and you kill the fight faster, right? And now you make the fight a little more interesting because one of the DPS has to be relative adjust, right, for the relativities, because mm. they're going to get a tank or a healer mechanic. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. You can do it with Paladin too, because you could cover the first hit and hold the second, or do both, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. But you you'd have to make sure the enemy is straightforward yeah. and makes sense. Yeah. Well, you I mean, you're going to, I think you would want to use a paladin because you're going to fucking nuke people in P1, mm. right? With that tank buster, you're going to lose two people every time. Yeah, but You'll you can't mitigate anything from what hits the person. <laughs> so No, but you could hollowed one hit and then cover. And then I guess you just lose somebody on the second buster and then hollowed and cover the third. Yeah, I don't know. Hold on. I'm sure it could your, be done. I got to check your discord message because I can't see it because I'll mess up the cameras. Hold on. Oh, you're good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I think so. I don't know. Well, I can't even... Hold on. Let me go in here. Oh, that, that was a long time ago. I'm uh, sorry, Lava. You have permission to go pee. Whatever you need. Oh, I did. I did. <laughs> uh, it's too much coffee. Fair. The pee sock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the pee sock instead. Uh, okay. So, I guess uh, there's a lot more stuff here. Let's see. Uh, E12S, though... I don't want to go too. I don't want to burn Party Finder today. I, I Party Finder, man, fuck you. But you know you're cool. Uh, maybe we can work something out at some point. You could just because I see. Here's the problem. Like I always want to go. Like yeah, I'm just going to Party Finder all these fights. And I'm just going to go through this tier. But it's after you know the fight. It's just like how many times do you want to go through finding a group where they don't know the stuff and you just have to reset and that's it. It's not like, are you that good of a player you did it in Party Finder? It's if you're that patient of a player. And I might, I don't, I don't know if I am. I don't know if I am, guys. Uh, I think just not 12 patient. is the hardest Party mm-hmm. Finder. Yeah, I, I don't, because it's just, you're sitting around and you're just hoping for the best situation every time mm-hmm. you're rolling it. I mean, and technically I could do Party Finder and a static pops up. Oh, we need a tank. Oh, well, I'm, I'm Party Finder-ing. But you're with a static the whole time, so it's just... see that's kind of like the bane, though, right? So like the Skrinx kind of put themselves in this position themselves because they mm. they kind of catered or not catered, catered's not a good word. They kind of been making fights that didn't really require too much coordination, or like even Shiva, right? You could go in, you know, you could carry the other healer. You didn't really need to mitigate anything. Mm-hmm. Like you could pretty much just smooth, like go through without any worries. Yeah. It's been like that for. Even, even like God Kefki, you kind of just carry your healer. Like it's been like that for a long time where you, there wasn't really any force mitigation checks in Savage outside of like Earth and Fury and Titan, right? But even mm-hmm. then, that was like, it wasn't even that bad because you just needed enough to live and you could just heal through the dot. But mm-hmm. this one, like, legitimately, you need like huge amounts of mitigation to survive because it does like 200k plus damage or something. And PF and players who aren't used to doing that are just kind of struggling players who can't heal p1 are struggling like it's just this conundrum right now where it's hard now but if they keep the pacing up of this kind of style of fight it'll get better in the future because as these fights will it become more common 
Oh yeah, the player base is going to evolve, right? The player base is going to get better at the game. Well, if they just get better, better like, gear, yeah, right? Do. Isn't that isn't that the situation? It just lasts long no, enough to where everyone outgears gear it. Cares. You don't think gear's going to fix this one? Mm, I don't think. Gear no, I, I think people are way better at the game now than they used to be. I mean, Statics couldn't do dive bombs yeah. back in back in coils. Now you have pugs doing them. Yeah. I mean, I guess you even see. have people that will that will pug ultimates with enough time. But um, see, well, it. is it so really I, I pugging though? Is that because usually when you pug, you're playing at least all the pugs I've seen of like ultimates have been like the same players with like <laughs> yeah, I mean, people the no. switching. No, no, no. no. Right, right before, right before this tier came out, there was plenty of parties that were just people I'd never seen before and I'd never seen each other. But and d- and all, no. none of them have cleared. No, no fresh pugs. Yeah. Okay. Can you clear the fight? Because well, they had, yeah, and they had nothing, nothing they wanted. I mean, it took a couple of lockouts, but. I mean, maybe that's just because they have people like I, obviously I've cleared those ultimates a lot, but um, mm-hmm. point that's is I mean, people I, people can learn. Pug. The party finder, the pugs have have learned. Well, Momo, if you joined a party, you know what you're doing. If everybody else doesn't, you still know what you're doing. Yeah, um, that's, that's what I mean. Like, but I, I, I think the point pug. is the part people have gotten better, right? Ultimately. Mm, okay. 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 <laughs> I, I will still disagree you know, to the point that like I do agree that people like players who are raiding and have been playing the game for a while have gotten better, but the people who are going into yeah. Savage right now, uh, you still have those fresh players that are like still I don't really raid that much. I only kind of casually do it. I want to sort of make it through it, and then they just kind of get strung along until eventually they force and beat their heads through all the fights. Um, I I would argue that you might even find newer players who they get into the game and they look up the resources and they're better than players who've been playing for multiple right. expansions. You were casual right. players tend to stay That's casual, mm-hmm. unless they personally find drive. But then those are individuals that are like out of the blue. But I think I think more often than not, you're going to find players who are experienced. I was able to clear Phantom Train. I didn't have to be DPS in that fight. You know what? Hi, Felicity. The the most hey. en- enjoyable thing. Uh, doing E12S so far, it's just coming in and seeing like five people with various legend titles, gear, and everything else, and they just kill everybody constantly in like Shiva or whatever they're doing. Oh, absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. And like I haven't done any any uh, ultimates myself, but I, I understand I understand how not to kill other people with sliding into oh. them on Shiva. Frosty Cobb win. You're well, out of the ordinary. You're above average. I mean, I, I, I mean to put it in that way, I have been playing since the Realm Reborn, so I have a general concept of how the game works. I just, you know, I, I don't, I don't raid often enough and study enough to really be a good player. <laughs> so I'm just like that mediocre guy that can make it through. Don't stuff. sell yourself short. Yeah, you're there right. I'm like, I'm probably the best player. If I did, if I did the world race, I'd win it. But you know, the thing <laughs> is, uh, the thing is, I just, I got, I stay back and be a spectator. It's, it's kind of like when you do that thing. Like for example, uh, if Ren, if we were gonna host the most mm. handsomest person, uh, you know, a whatever contest, right? You wouldn't even be in there, Momo. <laughs> I'm going to say Momo because he doesn't have a cam on. Momo, it would be the most yeah. handsomest person besides Momo contest, right? Because you can't even come on cam because if you do, you just make everyone else look bad. Exactly. See, I don't want to distract you guys, you know? So I have to do the world race without Frosty. That's what we do. So that's why I'm out of it. Anyways, guys, <laughs> uh, we've been going for almost three hours now. 
we've hit a lot of this stuff. Uh, there's a couple more things on here, and I don't know. There are questions <laughs> from the chat, but I haven't even looked over to see any of them. Uh, I do want to ask you uh, what other things that you guys want to talk about with the Savage tier overall uh, that we have to talk about on this show. And, Ren, since you made like half the document, I'm going to make you pick one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I was just thinking that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Something we haven't discussed yet. Yes. Oh, man. Fuck me. I mean... <laughs> listen, I prepared the list. Okay. Um, I, I guess we could go over the topic where you asked, you know, what, what mechanics do we wish maybe weren't there? Or which ones we, we, we wish would have been like a little bit more elaborate? Wall yeah. yeah. The damage downs are cool because you can work around them. I mm -hmm. think it, it, makes, it makes you become a better player. Uh, spell and waiting, they did do more with it, but... I think they probably could have explored even more. Mm -hmm. um, maybe done, maybe done like spell and waiting busters that go off at some point as well. Um, That's in in conjunction, is, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they could have, they could have done it without. Because nah, yeah. basically, what happens is you you set you set up for mechanics, and then Jesus takes the wheel. You can't control your character anymore, right? Um, mm -hmm. Which is nice, but maybe some some active time ones as well, besides just the stack and spread. Um, yeah. Triple APOC was cool, but I feel like the solution was way too easy. Uh, double APOC too was also a very easy solution, so it felt like maybe that fight was a little bit too easy. The relativities are okay, but the fight really just becomes easier as you go. Uh, so maybe that, something that, more difficult there. Yeah, it's a pretty common one too, right? Like I feel like that, like they kind of make it that way, right? They always put the, especially for like the harder fights, like the later fights, they always put like the harder mechanics early on. And then slowly right. make the fight easier as the fight goes on. And I'm okay with the door boss, you know, having a tighter DPS check. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But yeah. maybe add like another two minutes onto Oracle. That's what I was thinking exactly. Like just add another relativity. You know, I feel like that yeah. would balance it out. Make it like a 10 minute fight. Like it could like even a, be one of the ones like that have already happened or something. I don't know, but I don't know. Fight's yeah. too short. Mm -hmm. Fight's too short. The other fights are already short, but that one's too short, I think. Mm -hmm. um, which is which is I guess fine. Also, the cast locking on mechanics, like I talked about earlier, with with like Shadowkeeper and stuff, it's weird. Like if you're killing the boss, why doesn't the boss just die? Instead of some mechanics, you can kill it while it's doing it. Some you can't, and not every boss. Um, which is kind of weird. I think I think more than anything, um, something I would maybe change about about rating in general. This isn't exclusive to this tier, but earlier you said you know people don't learn how to use their mitigation, right? Why not add something? Because you could just check FF logs, right? You could just check your, your third-party tool you're not supposed to be using to see the property of an attack. What does a PS4 player do? What if you have a static? What if there are people who only interact in-game and don't know about outside resources? What's magical? What's physical? I guess I could test. Maybe this works. Maybe it doesn't. Hey, this attack was magical, but it doesn't really come from the boss. But Addle works even though it shows that it doesn't because it comes from a clone of the boss. But not on this clone. Only mm -hmm. on certain ones. And they're very, very ob like obtuse about it, right? I they just don't, look at guides. I, I, don't, I don't even have ACT installed. But sometimes we'll even like write information on it and we'll be wrong and we'll find out later, right? Like Leviathan mm -hmm. didn't have debuffs show up on their attacks for a long time. We found out later they did work. And then Shadowkeeper, we presumed it would be the same way because the like when the jumpy dog happens, it is a clone of Shadowkeeper. 
So because it's a clone actor, the debuff should work. But for that one specifically, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. But for Shiva mirrors, they did. It's just very weird. And it doesn't help the players who only interact in-game. Okay. Okay. Uh, um, I don't know. What do you, what, what the rest, like, Todd, you have to faint stuff, right? But then you're like, well, is this going to work? Is it not going to work? Right? Right. Yeah. Like, a lot of those busters are, are I magic. I think it's kind of sad that this game still doesn't have physical magical support yet. Like, yeah. that shows you what's physical and what's magical yeah, when it hits yeah. you, like yeah, different yeah. colors or something. Well, well, that's what I mean. Why not just have like an orange attack for physical, right? And yeah, then like exactly. blue for magic or like gray for nothing or something? Oh, game. Yeah. Okay. But even WoW has that, I think. Yeah, yeah. It seems like a straightforward thing to throw in there, but uh, I, I'm going to ask this question here. Uh, this is from a chat member. Who wants to know how do they get their filthy co-healer to heal more in PF? I get chatted in twelve all the time as I as people die to damage. What's, if what's... if you're doing your job and you're overhealing, you feel like you're doing too much, just heal less. And if you die to it, they'll get the picture. If they're not going to be open to communication, otherwise, I would say maybe if you're in party finder, just go for the clear and mm -hmm. sack for it. There are play there are parties that join for optimization, so. Yeah. You can find the ones where you want to heal less. I do say... But I, if you're in Party Finder, you're there for a purpose, right? To kill the boss. Yeah. I, I get a little secret. Like, when I... Not a secret. I, I get a little bit, like... I keep it under my skin and everything. I see those fun parties, and you're like... You know, it'd be really fun if you joined this fucking prog party right here with me. And you get in here, and you help me try to get past these mechanics, <laughs> get past V1. That would be fun, wouldn't yeah, that'd it? That'd be a blast. <laughs> wouldn't <laughs> I like first time players. Yeah. But see, that's the thing. It's not even. It's not the first time clear parties. It's just they get in there and learn the mechanic parties that are so hard. It's so difficult to find good groups progging the fight. Getting clears actually kind of works out sometimes, but just just finding a, a group that can like. And this is the example. The biggest one is E12S. Just getting past phase one so you can learn phase two. Uh, it's so hard to find groups like that, but, and you could be walled, right? You could be walled and you could be ready. You could have studied 12. Yeah. You could know exactly what to do in the second phase. And you will be just as far into the fight as somebody who has no idea what they're doing because you just get the same parties. Yeah. Right. I mean, and that's what it is. It's usually like the same handful of people and Friday night, you know, <laughs> there's one party that's trying to prog. I have to create my own party. Sometimes there's no parties. So I'm like, all right, I'll create a party. So I create this party. Now I'm waiting at least an hour for it to fill up because I have to find other people who want to join a party that needs to prog to a certain point in the fight. Right. Or you uh, see that party where it's like, that guy was what was preventing us from progging last time. I'm not going to join his party. Then you I, make one and then he disbands and joins you. And you're like, it's full. I, I, I never blacklist people. I've started blacklisting certain healers. I'm gonna be honest. I have. I, I, it's, I, hard. It's, it's hard. It's hard. And, and some, sometimes they'll get the message and they'll grow, but sometimes they won't. They won't. I mean, and I, the thing is, this person was joining my party time after time after time again, and he was the consistent issue with people just dying everywhere, like not putting up any shields, not doing anything. And I was like, "It's time, man. I just, I have to just make sure he doesn't join my party again because." <laughs> If he does, I, it's just going to be another waste of a few hours trying to move forward past P1. Todd, uh, you take the other approach. You beg us not to ask a bad healer to do more so that they won't leave. 
so we don't end up in Party Finder for hours again. Thanks. <laughs> it's true. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, greet them, wave. <laughs> Bow before them. They'll, they'll join the party. If you don't do the little like wave sign or you know, party chat, they're like, well, they must be AFK. I'm like, no shit. I will tell you for, for you sure. Hours. I will I will <laughs> let you know if I join a party and I wave and no one responds to me, I'm like, there's a 50-50 chance I want to leave that group immediately. I yeah. just, I, it's just like, yeah. these guys are not friendly. This is I, required. Uh, yeah. Because I did that uh, earlier, and the worst thing is when I join in a party finder group, and half of them are in Discord with each other, and you could tell, and you like say stuff, and they don't respond, and then someone else responds for them, and I'm like, okay, so well, am I talking to like a group of people when I ask questions, or am I talking to one <laughs> yes. person? Right? I'm trying to figure this out. Uh, and then they, they're just so snooty when they say stuff, and you're like, oh, well, our, our group doesn't do it this way. We do it this way. I'm like, We've had okay, that happen too. That's fine. I'll um, do it. Just I'll... tell me. You know, <laughs> communicate with me and talk to me. Well, actually, uh, I, I was that healer last night. I had an E12 group. Um, I was going to go to bed. I was tired. I'm like, I got to go to bed. And then, and then, you know, our friend Evil Cat's like, Todd wants to prog ugh. 12 on Aether after he's out of tea. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll stay up for that. That'll be fine in a few hours. Prog, right. And then uh, one of my other friends is like, look, I'm out. I'm at my parents for the week. Can you help my group? They've been waiting for, for a lockout and a half for a healer to join Party Finder. And I'm like, I wanted to tank, but sure, yep. I would love to white mage. So I'm like, all right. So I joined the party and nobody says anything. And I'm like, <laughs> like John Travolta, right? Sitting in Pulp Fiction. Like, and then they're like, oh, sorry, we went to go eat because we've been waiting for three hours. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. Like, yeah, it'll be like five or 10 minutes. So I'm like, that's okay. And then they, I think they got nervous. They're like, uh, don't worry, they'll come back soon, please. And I'm like, I could tell that they're thinking exactly what you guys are thinking. Like, we've been waiting for a healer. We're, we're not going to get one. Please don't leave us. But it was, it was fine. And then they were progging the beginning of P2. We one-shot P1. Awesome. And they made it all the way up to triple APOC. And all people need is, you know, healers that'll join the party who know what they're doing and are willing to use their buttons. Yeah. All people need is Rin Karagani. Rin, Rin <laughs> Karagani, yeah. Gary, Gary, Gani. Momo, you should try thinking about healing sometime. Um. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I you know, I, I, I'm kind of stuck on Conjurer though. You know, uh, it just fits my RP. See, if I'm a white mage, I really, wouldn't really, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. Uh, right. We got a question great. for uh, question for Ren real quick. Uh, it was asking how weird it was as one of the best tanks in the game. To not only prog but world races healer, uh, what did you do to prepare yourself for the transition, and do you think it improved you as a player in any way? I cried. Okay. 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 I learned tank privilege doesn't exist for me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I'm muted. <laughs> no. Uh, what actually happened was Phase Temperance held a speedrun event for dungeons, and mm -hmm. I played White Mage in that, and I was like, this isn't so bad. Uh, we had lost our healer in Last Impression, and we held a couple of trials. We had one person who was really good, but then they got hired at a job so they couldn't prog, and I ended up um, actually shoutcasting with you as um, uh, Mune. Oh, Mune? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So he, he couldn't prog with us, and then we were like, well, the other healers were okay, but they didn't like you know speak to us. You know, Sometimes you'll trial someone, and you're like, Yes, you are a great fit. Sometimes it'll be personality, sometimes playstyle. So I was like, well, 
I know healing enough, and, and as a tank, you're part of mitigation, so you're like, okay, well, it's not so bad. Um, I think prog's more about the mentality of actually world progging more so the job. You put enough practice into the job, you could do it. Um, mm -hmm. But we had a tank who could world prog, and was like, are you look, do you know any groups that are looking? And I was like, you know what? Do you want my spot? And I'll heal. And I brought it up to the group, and at first they were like half in, half out, so then we, we went to the ultimates to see how I'd do in there, and then a couple of savage fights, and it was okay. Um, and it worked out wonderfully. Worked out wonderfully. Because, again, you have your hand in mitigation. Um, as a healer, I think it did make me a better player. Understanding what healers do. Like, when you think of uptime, people think of melees, right? You think of melees and tanks and getting your GCDs. Yeah. When you play the healer side of things, you see the other side of the spectrum, too. You're like, all right, well, this is what it's like on the casting side of things. Slide casting would really suck here. I really don't want to do this. Um, what compromise can we meet? Or... A nice thing about Prague for me was I didn't give a shit about melee range. Like, I get to be away for this mechanic, and that's great. <laughs> like, E11, with the burn strike, with the lightning, we have out and out, and you have to run away. I didn't care. I was already gone. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> so it, it was fun. It was fun. And and I think um, a lot of people that, that are healer mains have told me that I picked a good tier to heal. I didn't obviously didn't heal the other tiers, but this one was fun and engaging. It made me think. Mm -hmm. um, and that it's made it a nice it's one of the nice best experience. and the worst. <laughs> That's the true. best because it's fun. <laughs> the worst because you you were thrown into a fucking fire pit. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I I struggled for a little bit at some points, and then like moving mitigation around and not understanding. Like I understood most, but like in Prague, both Tenchi and I thought the Temperance would affect both of us, and then we learned later that it didn't. So like we're moving things around and and solving the puzzle became difficult. And super ethers were on my bar, and <laughs> it's a good time. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it, though. It was fun. Okay. Momo, this is a question for you. It's interesting uh -huh. to hear you say that this is your least favorite tier of the expansion, specifically due to optimization, especially from uh, someone who plays as a more casual. Uh, this tier blows past uh, the last one out of the water. What factors go into making a tier fun for optimization? Okay, well, there's like... So, like, this... In terms of prog, this one was my favorite. Right. Okay. In terms of farm, it's up there. Eden's Gate was my my personal favorite. The farm, I think that tier was phenomenal in terms of just capability, fun. Mm -hmm. uh, when I said this tier is my the worst for optimization, I'm talking about like speed killing and stuff, right? I'm not talking yeah. about uh, like overall. That's why I clarified optimization when I finished mm -hmm. that sentence because yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many different avenues of like grading a fight because you have prog, farm, and then like optimization, I guess. So you have like three different ways you can grade a fight. Uh, and I talked about it earlier in the stream, but it's just that a lot of these fights, right? Like, mm -hmm. there's not too much you can really do to optimize. Whereas, like, last tier, every fight excluding maybe remote and even a remote had a, a little bit to do but e6 e7 and e8 all had like so much you could do to optimize no the little things okay okay uh, especially e7 yeah but it's fucking e7. i love it e7 was my favorite fight to optimize people do people does it <laughs> <laughs> Me. E7 was cool. Like me. That I thought like it me. was so But have you ever done the Paladin opener in Leviathan? That, see, that's even <laughs> that more you fun, created? Dude. <laughs> I didn't create that. I don't know. You made it good. Uh, here, I, just, here. I didn't make it good. I didn't, I didn't do anything. I just copied it. 
here's a question for Todd. Todd, uh, you do a lot of uh, Party Finder here. What's the, the worst situation this tier you found in Party Finder so far? The worst? I guess interaction with someone else. Uh, God, I... I'm going to have to say just just people who are are stuck on the whole like I only know a marker mentality and they they can't adjust and they they just they don't know boss relative versus true north and they end up wiping the group because they only know one side or one position. Mm-hmm. So I think that causes the most pr- problems in groups. Yeah. And the resonator that was that was last year. <laughs> well, one thing with macros that I really like is the ability to scroll up mid pull if you forget your position, right? You can't yes. do that with markers. You can't like, let's say you forget where you are for one spot, right? You can't just be like, oh, you know, I'm mid pull. Like, where am I? You, you gonna ask in party chat? No one's gonna ask in party chat, dude. They're gonna swallow their pride. They're gonna be like, if I right. mess up, I mess up. I Whereas, wish. like a macro, you can just like scroll up your chat, and be like, oh, I'm D three or something. You just look at each like, oh, where am I for this mechanic? Oh, I'm here. Okay, we're good. Yeah, that's please yeah, start that's a good macros right there. Please, please. I, I I wish NA would just accept macros. You know what? So what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna throw macros up as soon as I'm done with this tier. So my Leave. goal is to go into Party Finder, uh, uh, repeatedly two nights a week, just doing Party Finder. Um, you know, not clearing, not for myself or anything else, just whatever I can do to help out in Party Finder. And I'll use macros every single time, and I'll see how often I can get it to stick. See, the thing is, I, I feel like it has to be a community effort because... It does. It, abs- it, it absolutely has to be. You can't just you go to... into a, a PF, right, and then mm-hmm. be like, I'm using a macro. No, no you have to create that, right? the group. You have to create it, right? Because yeah. they are not learning. Yeah. I've, I've even yeah. put in the Party Finder description... In all caps, read the macro, and people join. They're mm-hmm. like, "What is this?" No, and then you're they doing just this wrong. You're doing. I this mean, wrong. somebody literally told Todd, "I just don't." They said did. that. They said that to me. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I just said, "Read the macro," and then I posted the macro, and then they messed up a couple times. And I'm like, "Do you know what you're doing?" They're like, "No." I'm like, "Well, here, just read this." And he typed in party chat, "I just don't." I'm like, "What? Read? I don't read? No." I don't. <laughs> And then okay, <laughs> I, I feel but like we, we we have to make parties ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And, and push for we'll them. Say what the strats are. I guess a good thing is put, put, say what the strats are in uh, the description, but have macros that match those strats in the best way possible, right? And just say this is it. You are this. So look at this real quick. Understand what you are. Does that make sense? Sure. Cool. Let's go. If not, kick you out. Get another person. You know, I'm I'm helping. Helping people learn to be, not be shitty. Uh, anyways, one one last thing before we're we're done with questions here. There's a handful more more questions, but I don't think uh, we've been going for a little over three hours now. It's probably <laughs> probably time to uh, wind it down. Uh, other than getting good and pressing buttons, what differentiates a god tier player from a normal savage raider? What is one thing people can work on to improve? Let's not say macros. Being Momo. Being Ren. <laughs> Being Todd. Oh. Yay. <laughs> guys, Be never possible. coming on the you're never coming on the show again. <laughs> oh god. Um uh, I think just read awareness and not just understanding like what you have to do, but like what the mechanic requires of uh tanks and healers. And 
if you can spot that and you can see someone out of place and if you can adjust and possibly save the run, that's what makes a better reader to me. And consistency. Yeah, consistency. Uh, no, no, knowing what to do, you could raid for 10 hours a week and be better than a player who plays 100 hours a week if you understand. Somebody could bang their head against a wall. It's not going to make them better. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know what to do, how to impact other people, um, like let's say let's say a healer goes down and now you're going to get targeted by their mechanic and if you... Um, I'm going to... I'm gonna, throw a couple stabs in the dark here but if you use these third-party tools that tell you what to do for your role and you don't understand the mechanic and now you have to do what they have to do and you don't know how to do it they're gonna wipe the group but if you understand the mechanic you study it you know how to do every fight like frosty studied p2 and then you made it to the end of the fight right just by just by looking at things Mm -hmm. using your eyes that'll make you a better player pay attention stay aware use if you can't remember a timeline try to just remember in your rotation where you are you're like okay well my you know my fighter flight's coming up so i know that this mechanic's about to happen or you know i'm about to use a trick attack so this mechanic's about to happen or the boss is about to go away so i shouldn't use this here things like that are going to make you much better and mitigation asking questions being communicative if you don't ask questions you stay silent and you're messing up you're not doing anybody a favor no momo i think it depends on what you're trying to accomplish too yeah. Be a god tier player or, or savage, like, a regular. Well, I mean, in yeah. what context though? Like you're talking like. Well, con- consistency and asking prog. questions is like important for anything, though, right? If you're looking to prog yeah, through a fight a or speed kill. I think mechanical consistency is a big one. I think wanting to improve and having ambition is another one. It's probably actually the biggest. I would say is having ambition because that's going to tie into like every other skill you have. Wanting and that's to not be something there, you could teach. Wanting to improve, yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Like anybody can, like like anybody can do good damage, right? Especially in like today's age, it's not not particularly hard. Well, to do good not damage. if you don't do mechanics currently. Yeah, r- rotations are more simple than ever, but don't die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like having good mechanical consistency and that drive. I would say the drive. Oh, okay. Yeah. Todd was big on my screen for a second. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> also, using that drive to maybe learn mechanics. Like some people will play; they'll say something safe, and they'll play way too safe. Like disengaging for 10 seconds safe when you only have to disengage for like two right things like mm-hmm. that as well um and just learning like there's a difference between greed and and like logical execution you can't call somebody greedy if they never mess up or get somebody hit by something you know every single yeah. time and then you get that you get that situation where you're like there might be a chance i'm going to clip people that's greedy but if you're like i'm just going to stay for two more gcds and then leave there's nothing greedy about that yeah um, I'm all for that. Which kind of plays into the purple panels and tiles where people are like, I have to move now. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. Uh, if I see purple, I'll, to be honest with you, I wait a, a second or two. And if mine's going off and the other dude's not moving, I'm like, look, man, you obviously could have reacted. You, you see, you see his big. Re- you do what I did. Happen. Yeah, I'll, I'll do what Todd <laughs> does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You selected them for tribute. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, Pull the lever, Crunk. What, what do you think will make people better, Todd? You've played on like Crystal, Primal, Aether, Crystal, uh, Crystal. Uh, better. Um, I guess the same thing. I, I try to teach people uh, is just knowing your job's rotation. Um, some people still don't do that, uh, and it shows because they're they're like looking at their their hot bars and not looking at mechanics. They don't have that awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, learning the to the things that are happening every single time, like your what buttons you have to press in a certain order, not having to watch that, great because mm-hmm. it means you can look at the screen. 
Uh, and it's a lot of fun to look at the screen, to be honest with you. This game is beautiful. Uh, there's a lot of cool things to watch for. So that being said, I am going to ask one more fun question. I'm sorry. Uh, what, what's man? I feel like it asking what's the next ultimate. It, I, I want to ask it, but I feel like we're all just, Thornton. You know, it's going to be the the Warren Triad. Okay. Uh, it what is that? Just red glare. That's all I see. It's a Stinian. Oh, is it Stinian? Okay. okay. Nice. I oh my you. god. You came prepared with these backgrounds. Holy crap. No. Yeah. I'm embarrassed. So, uh, what what are we looking for for the next ultimate? If I, you know what, maybe I'm going to make this a little bit different. If it's not what we expect it to be, which is that Thord and, you know, Heaven's Word story main quest stuff, what is the next ultimate? Warring Triad would be the only other choice, I'd say. Unless they skip and go into Stormblood. What if they made something original? Uh-huh. <laughs> they could. I mean, <laughs> they they might. Cool they might. But ultimate difficulty is like a revamping of an old fight, right? Yeah. I think yeah. So far, yeah. What's really cool though is that they've actually. What actually really surprised me about Oracle, I don't think we talked about, is that there was voice acting in a savage only fight, which yeah. kind of surprised yeah. me because we've never had that before. Yeah, it's giving people who are not raiders, That's... hardcore raiders, something special. Story, story mode. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was actually really surprised because it's like, dang, this is kind of actually even the cool transition was kind of special. I know, because yeah, it kind of ties like... into the the lore of Final Fantasy XIV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, whoa, yeah, wasn't well, it like non-canon or something? Is what people were saying. I don't know. No, it's canon. Oh, is it? Why would they yeah. put non-canon? Did you watch the cutscenes? Lame. No, I didn't. I don't watch the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he alt tabbed. He's like, nah, I'm good. Uh, no, it's canon. It's canon. It she bas- she she basically junctions the Ashian is is, is what you think of it as is mm. is what's happening. Like she junctions Shiva, junctions Titan, junctions the dude who disappears in the cutscene. But yeah, it is savage gated okay. content. So go do it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's required now. In my gr- in wait, wait, wait a little bit. <laughs> wait a little bit, then yeah, get to it. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when when Todd puts a PF up. And yeah, Frosty when joins. Todd... That's that's when you go in. Sure. Yeah, we need the gamers. Yeah, for Frosty's clear tonight, right? <laughs> oh man, uh, I don't. I, I'll probably jump in there again tonight, man. I'm at the okay. point where I've I've cleared it in my head. I've already cleared this stupid fight, but <laughs> it's not a stupid fight. It's just very frustrating. Trap party, let's go. Um, <laughs> it's very frustrating. But yeah, no, I I'm probably gonna try again tonight and Sunday and Monday and just see. It'd be nice to get the clear this week so I can just stop worrying about it uh, and start doing other things. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I'm I'm like three or four nights in on Aether trying to get a clear, reclear. Mm. So, maybe so we can, get a two chest go. going. Get a two. We chest. could or one, one or two maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. care or zero if it gets the kill. Or zero get the page. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just just pretend like it was two, but you didn't win anything, which is normal for me. <laughs> well, I, I will be alerting uh, in, in general when I, I start later on. Uh, but that being said, I want to thank you guys. You guys have been fantastic on the show today. And I know it's been a long show. I kind of knew it was going to be a little bit longer. I hope that everything in your personal life is okay with it being a little bit longer. Oh, that's absolutely. Fine. Uh, absolutely. But uh, we got a lot of crazy stuff coming up in the next uh, next week or so. Next couple of weeks, actually. In two weeks, we're going to have this fucking crazy bit of crazy bit of information, crazy large amount mm-hmm. of information um, that we're going to have a lot of fun talking about. 
Oh and yeah, oh yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> oh. I can't wait for all five minutes of content. Yeah. <laughs> but before we go, I would like all of you guys to say, you know, whatever you want to say, shout outs, where people can find you, anything else you want to say to people in chat right now. Uh, we're in the same uh, clockwise thing, starting with Ren. So you could do your final words now. I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> yeah, same. It's a good thing Ren went first. Yeah, yeah. I'm Ren Karagani. I'm a tank main Savage Raider. I like to help people clear Savage and Ultimate content. Like we said at the beginning of the show, you could find me on uh, Twitter and on Twitch under the same handle slash Ren Karagani. Um, I'm on YouTube as well, which mm. you could just find the links in there because it's some Japanese name that I can't type out right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, I could put it. I could put it like this, and then maybe you can link it. Actually, I think I can link it because you modded me at yeah, some point. Yeah, you mod it. You're um, good. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, you can and and I like helping people on Discord. You'll find me in the balance as a gunbreaker mentor there. I've been working with stuff on Ock Morning. I do the mitigation calculator that I'm expanding past just E10 and E11. So we're going to try to get a compendium of other mechanics. So if you want to get into learning how to properly mitigate things for your team, but maybe you're not too good at math or or you're just new to it and it's intimidating, uh, that tool is a great way to help you out. Uh, you can find that on on my Twitter, um, and I generally just like helping people. Very nice, very nice. All <laughs> right, Todd, it's your turn. Okay. Um, well, you can find me Twitch TV slash Lama Todd, and Twitter's the same, just Lama Todd. Um, most nights we do savage content, and I love taking new players in. Um, just help you learn the fight, so don't be afraid. You know, it's it's not it's not too daunting, even though we've we've talked some crap about party finder but with the right group you can learn a whole lot and it can be fun we need more raiders <laughs> yeah um yeah yeah that and just true. a just a big shout out to um to my wife again for all her support uh and this time i'll say uh to darian to darian hart our uh our stream team leader she's uh, organized a lot for us and uh, made things fun um for our group um oh, that's cool yeah. yeah and just to my llama fam thank you so much for all the support. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Then we got Momo. Uh, shout outs to uh, Frosty for having me on the show. My name is Momo. Uh, I'm a healer main. You can catch me at... Uh, well, thanks, dude. Much appreciated. Yeah. You're the best. You're the best. You uh, yeah, know, man. Yeah, you never, know. Never, I'll never say you never did anything for me. How about that? Hope not. <laughs> 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 mm -hmm. Melee um, player. You can catch me yeah, there. You can catch me on Twitter. Catch me on YouTube. FFXIV Momo. Everything's the same. Um, okay. Good. You got more? You want you to say something? I guess there's someone out there that's like real, real special. You got to say something too, or they'll never forgive you. Yeah. Uh, you can go uh, check out Mr. Destruction, Vile Destruction. Okay. Okay. Very beautiful man. If you guys haven't seen him, he's like that. Uh, Ever seen Happy Feet before? <laughs> yes. You know how happy that makes you when you watch that movie? It's like watching Violent. Oh, of course. Big fan. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Uh, again, thank you guys. Uh, you've all been fantastic on the show. And uh, Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Go. Shout out to Mr. Rinton. I love you very much. <laughs> you are a very beautiful human being. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hope Rinton feels very beautiful after that. Yeah. Oh, I missed my thank you. I like making him uncomfortable. Yeah, Ren, if you want to say your, your yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, I completely forgot because I'm a baby brain. Sure. Go okay. Ahead. Yo, thank you, thank you to Team Undisputed and Drifter for having me. 
both really good communities and obviously the late night people that we party find with. It's really, really fun. Obviously yeah. Frosty for having me on. And just generally anybody who wants to optimize and, and do speed running in the community, we could use more of you. It's really nice. Um, I like helping a lot of prog players, but having people want to get into end game is, is really, really fun. And we could use more of you just like, just like Todd said, more people. Yeah. All more right. healers for Todd, each of us. Todd, do you need a second go at this? No, I don't, no, I don't think everybody. so. Maybe I did forget. <laughs> uh, yes, I am a ninja main and I also tank on warrior sometimes. Okay. I forgot that part All in case right. you didn't know. <laughs> that's okay. That's good. Um, yeah. But well, yeah. Tank? <laughs> oh, you, you play what? tank? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. 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 <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. All right. Wow. Guys. Thank you so much. You guys all have been fantastic. And of course, I couldn't do a show like this without having the three of you guys on here. People who make and work on these strategies, people who are in Party Finder all the time, that are obsessed with this savage content that we deal with every once in a while. Love hopefully, it. You know, hopefully not every 10, 12 months. But I mean, we'll get some more soon. We got Ultimate coming up. Um, I would like to say we will be uh, discussing. I'm pretty sure we're actually going to start talking about the restoration of Iskard next week. Because uh, there's a lot of shit that needs to be said about it, and there's some people who would like to talk on it, so I might be bringing them in uh, to talk about it as well. So we'll see how that goes. After that, it's just going to be full orgasm blast of information. <laughs> whoa. Wow. Oh, whoa. At least say orgasm, please. Oh, orgasm. Orgasm. Orgasm uh, blast of. Uh, expansion uh, information live letter information all this stuff that's just going to be like a show after show and we're just gonna be talking about this stuff for quite a while uh so please uh look forward to that and uh i want to do a special thank you to andre kane who helps with the music on the end and beginning of this i use this music for that uh i also want to do a special thanks to my wife kerr who puts up with me doing this show and streaming and everything else if you guys have Prime, go ahead and use your Prime subscription now on this channel. If you don't want to do it, use it on Rin's channel or Llama's channel or Momo's channel. Don't let that shit just sit there. Uh, I appreciate all the support you guys do, and these guys appreciate all the support you guys can give as well. Thank you very much to Patreons. Thank you very much to everybody who supports what we do here in the community. Um, I do have a credits uh, that you guys should all watch, and then we are going to do a raid on a channel. So stick around for that. Uh, until next time, be good, keep cool, stay Frosty. Bye. Say wave. Everybody wave. <laughs> I'm waving. See ya. Bye. -bye. Waving. Thanks, everyone. Hey, y'all. Thanks for recording the show here today and coming and watching and everything. It was a great show. We had some nice guests on, and they talked about the really good stuff today. I'd also like to go ahead and do a quick thanks out to those Patreon supporters and the ones that go out there and above beyond try to support the show. And, uh, of course, I'm making this video due to the, there's like four people, four, oh shit, uh, there's four, four people, uh, that actually support the show properly, or not properly, they just, they just have lots of money. So, Ock Morning, uh, here helps out with the show in the top tier, and Dude is Antonio, and Super Miu, and Tag. Since they all support the show at this level, I make sure to say their name at the end of the video. But of course, I appreciate everybody that does any kind of subbing or any kind of Patreon support here to make sure that we get the stuff howdy done. So, I, you know, well, I think maybe next time, uh, I don't really have too much for you guys here to, to entertain. 
So I figured I'd come back and bring back the, the, the accent of my homeland so you guys would actually know what Frosty really sounds like. I actually put on uh, a lot of effort to make sure I don't sound like this, but just bring up the veil today, you know? So until next time, you guys be good, you know, keep cool and stay frosty.